Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. So I go to the doctor. She's like, hey, how you doing on the cuckoo pills I gave you? Fine. She hasn't listened to the show. No, apparently. she's not right. listening to the show. If she, if she no. did, she'd have she'd be outside with a butterfly net right now. <laughs> I can't take it. I, I said, do you think you can up my dose a little bit? Fine, you seem to be doing fine. Tune in at three. Yeah. And then right. see what happens. Right. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re racket. Your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big program today. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. And because I don't want Ted to yell at me mm-hmm. like he's been doing all week, I'm going to give away our other prize. Right. Oh, look now. at you! Oh, How look at that? you! Right out of the gate. Usually, I procrastinate and wait until the five o'clock hour, and Teddy yells at me, and the the people who listen in the three o'clock hour say we never can win anything. Okay, now you can win something. Give me a number. Uh, let's go with twelve. Call number twelve. AJ Pierzynski, right now. Six one four eight two one ninety seven ten is the phone number. Gets a pair of tickets to Coheed and Cambria at Kemba Live. On May 9th. I was thinking more John Morant, but you do you. That's I, I did me. You did you. I did That's me. That's right. Uh, send in your Twitter tools. Did I say that? No. But say, well, you did, but I just wanted you to say it again. All right. Send in your Twitter tools. Football this weekend. This is the last weekend of football, kids. Maybe you're saying to yourself, what are you talking about? Got the Super Bowl after this. Mm. That's nice. You know, obviously, you, you need it. It's it's the end. It's the finish line. It's the, But it's a spectacle. It's something bigger than a weekend of football. Everybody's interested. I'm watching QVC this week. Their average demographic on QVC is dead. Mm-hmm. All they've been talking about all week is get ready for the big game. They can't say Super Bowl, so nope. they say big game every 10 seconds. They're selling it to all the geriatrics that are watching QVC. That's who's excited about the Super Bowl. Now, I'm excited to see the outcome, but that's not a real football game. This weekend is the last real football weekend of the season. The last game that's going to really feel like we're watching a game with the normal NFL Sunday flow. Like a big game yeah. Sunday flow. Now there's going to be 40 million people watching each of these games. It's going to be a large audience, but it's still going to feel like a football game. It's going to flow like a Sunday night football game. Not like your one o'clock start, but that's still going to be a lot of fun. It's going to actually feel like we've got two really great matchups. I think these are two excellent games. And then the Super Bowl will happen, and it will be nauseating because, one, we have to wait two weeks for it. Two, there's no other games to discuss. There's just that game and that game only. You will hear it broken down a million different ways. Just from the sports perspective, it gets a little old after a while. Then on top of it, you're right. Every show 
that never pays attention to sports, everything that doesn't pay attention to sports will suddenly be like, but the Super Bowl is here featuring the such and such and the so and so's. And now let's show you a thing about, well, I don't know, one of those cities. And then they'll, they'll use it as a jumping off point to everything they already were going to do anyway. It's just going to be oversaturation. I'll and, sound, and the I'll game's sound weird. like the crotchety old man. I don't care. I play that role proudly. Um, do you know they just, like, you go online right now and it's watch the Super Bowl commercial. You can watch all the Super Bowl commercials right now. Oh, you can? They're there for you. Yeah, if you want to. Well, these great. companies, they release them. They're right there. You know what? Go ahead. You say what you're going to say. Well, I was going to say, doesn't that, I mean, don't you want to be surprised when you're sitting there? It's like, oh, my, they did a Super Bowl commercial? That's crazy. Yeah. Now I know all these. I know Ozzy Osbourne's going to be doing some like cubicle job in a commercial. Well, my my thought on that is as much as that does ruin the surprise, you know what? Encourage all the idiots who are going to go to a Super Bowl party and ruin it for you. Encourage They're them. They're still going to ruin it for I you. I know, but encourage them to watch those ahead of time. Be like in that chat, the group chat. Be like, hey, did you guys see this? Go check out all the commercials. Watch them. And then if they're like, oh, it's going to spoil it for me, be like, yeah, you know, I, I guess it would. If only there was some other thing you could watch during the Super Bowl where you don't know the outcome of whatever the thing is. Oh, that's right. There's a football game. You could pay attention to that. But God forbid you actually watch the game of the Super Bowl. Years ago, my wife worked at an advertising agency. So she was involved in the creative process. Yes. Ad campaigns, making commercials. That was her wheelhouse, right? So when the Super Bowl came on, she would have to pay attention to the commercials. That was a big part of it. Yeah. And so she'd be like on conference calls with people talking about the commercials. And, oh, did you see this one? And I'm I'm trying to watch the game. She insisted that we watch it together. That stopped after a while. Right. But I'm trying to watch the game. I'm trying to, you know, enjoy the game. And I got her talking about this commercial, that commercial. Calls are coming in. And I said, do you have to do this now, or can we at least go in two different rooms? What are you talking about? I'm working. So am I. Right. But whenever I use that excuse, I got to watch this game because it's part of my job. What are you talking about? What an excuse that is, Bubba. But when she had to watch the commercials, the world needed to stop <laughs> because she was working. You know, I hadn't considered that, though. The, the amount of ad execs that are talking to each other as the commercials and they're judging them just like anyone judges anything that they are familiar with where it's like can you believe AT&T went with that piddle that was terrible what a dumb idea for a commercial now, here's here's the game that you play when you watch all the commercials you know how much money they spent a crazy amount of money right Milli- yes millions and millions of dollars for 30 second ads right. you'll probably forget when you watch the commercials this year I want you to say to yourself now in 10 months which of these companies will be out of business and under federal investigation? Yeah. Because that was the case with FTX last year. Well, I was going to say, wasn't that, I, again, we're talking about how I don't remember any of these, but I do remember that one because it came back up when that went under. Wasn't that Larry David? It was Larry David. Saying, sliced bread is a horrible idea, you know, and then it's like all these things that were great, he was like doubting, and then they were like, FTX is just like those. And it's like, well, I'm never wrong. Yeah. Well, you weren't on this one. Blair, sorry, you. Yeah, and ironically, that's the you know, one he's, that he's spending him. the entire commercial saying, "Don't do this; these Don't do aren't it. good, They're terrible." But in reality, he was doing it, and now he's being sued. Cam mm. and Tom Brady and all these guys that were doing commercials for him sued. In fairness, I don't think they should be their fault. They just did an endorsement, but yeah, bad endorsement. No, but you, you know what we said at bad the time? Bad endorsement. You got to think about that. 
I did, you know what? But I'm saying like I wouldn't have thought with that. I would assume that anyone who's hiring, if I'm Larry David, I assume anyone that's hiring me. If I'm Tom Brady, I assume anyone that's hiring me to endorse a product and has the money to do it. Well, they must be somewhat legit because it's not like some rinky-dink place you never heard of down the street. It's it's a giant corporation, you think. And in reality, they were swindling a lot of people. I would be crying the victim card. I would be Tom Brady going, I too want to sue myself because I <laughs> I am so mad about what I these want commercials to sue said. Myself. I want to sue the corporate version of myself that did that because I got swindled too. I, got, I, I thought this was legit and it wasn't. All right, football this weekend. 49ers at the Eagles. That's the early game, 3 o'clock. When I checked earlier, maybe you have updated odds in front of you. I don't, but I'll look. Eagles were minus three on Barstool Sportsbook, okay? Uh, Bengals at the Chiefs, 6.30 on Sunday. This line has been going back and forth because it started with Chiefs as the favorite. And then it's sort of trended to a pick em. Then the Bengals were two-and-a-half-point favorites. And when I checked this morning, it was Chiefs were back with a one-point favorite. I'm looking on Barstool Sportsbook right now. It's minus three for the Eagles, minus one-and-a-half for the Chiefs. So those so are your one, favorites. One-and-a-half is yeah. the number. So the Chiefs are favored in this game. I've got thoughts on both. I don't know where you... I mean, obviously... Well, go ahead. Give me your thoughts. We can start with the Bengals game. And, and that one boils down to me, as much as anything else, there's clearly two factors. One is... Whatever's up with Pat Mahomes' ankle. Did you see that press conference where he walked, he gave the press conference and walked off the podium and a reporter was aiming right at the stairs yeah. where there's a little flex point for your ankle to have to step down. And he just, he walked as if he knew a million eyeballs would be on the ankle and he moved it about as not at all. Like there was nothing you could see. You couldn't see a limp, but you also couldn't see him like hopping down. It was just kind of very, I got nothing out of it, honestly, but Everyone was looking at that to determine, is he really going to be good or not? I think if he's walking around without a limp, he'll be good enough to play. Good enough to be Pat Mahomes? Different story. But good enough to play and try to be effective. I'm guessing he plays in this game. Of course he's going to play in this game. And I blitz the hell out of him. Yeah. I test everything. I am am coming after him. Look, he talked about he hopes that you know adrenaline kicks in and... Something else will kick in before the game. It's called the big-ass needle they're going to put in him <laughs> to dull the pain. Adrenaline, but, air quotes, well, adrenaline. Yes. And, and adrenaline does have an effect. I'm not saying it doesn't. When you That's not how got 80,000 people cheering for you. I'm just saying the mythos of the NFL no, players. Like, no, these football I, players gutted it out. Yeah, with a bunch of stuff that you and I probably can't put in our bodies. Um, and that's a big part of it. Yeah. But there is, you know, like, oh, my child's trapped under the car. I know, I know. You you're, know right. And you're right. There's some power that comes to you. I'm not saying that that's the majority of it but there will be some of it there You're right it does but you can only put so much of that medicine with without your your foot and your ankle just going completely numb well yeah of course right anything that's going to help with the pain is going to have a threshold where after so long you're not able to run the way you need to and i i again that's one of the few injuries i have had a pretty severe version of a high ankle sprain i actually had one that look at you no, when you I was to make it all about you. No, I I bring this up just to say I'm not Pat Mahomes. Clearly, I can attest to the fact that you can walk around and look fairly normal, and then when go time happens, your ankle doesn't work. Like I'm saying, I had one where my ligament uh, tore it, like it sprained so badly it ripped a piece of the bone off. It chipped oh, the oh, bone. Wow. Yeah. So it was it was bad. But I don't know if I obviously have no idea if his is like that. I'm just saying. 
I could walk around school and people actually said to me, why aren't you at basketball practice? You're, you look fine. And I said, I know I can't run on it. It literally does. It gives out the, the, the joint was just so weakened. It took a while for it to come back. So I know I'm not saying he is that I'm saying to your point, you can numb it up all you want. It's about if the ankle works right or not, when you need to run, when you need to be yeah. fast, when you need to cut and move, like, just even planting his foot to step well, through that, the that's pocket. what I mean. We're not talking about, you know, scrambling out no, there. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Moving around in the pocket is what you're talking about. Yes. And if that's not right, all these athletes are finely tuned machines. I just would feel like if you're going out there with the air pressure not right in a Lamborghini, you're going to notice it a lot quicker than you would in your Honda Civic. I'm just saying if he's a little off, it'll be noticeable. So we'll see. We'll see how effective he is. That all said, the the other thing I look at, though, is the guy on the other sideline with Joe Burrow. Like, I, I look at him and say, if Pat Mahomes is healthy and good, is that enough to beat Joe Burrow and this Bengals team? And I don't think it is. I think the Bengals are the better team top to bottom than the Chiefs are right now. They've proved it every time they played the last three times. So regardless of how good Pat Mahomes is, I still think the Bengals get this done. We'll talk more about the game. We'll talk about the NFC Championship game coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Taking a look at your roads right now. Travel times to remain steady. You might find some slowdowns in I-70 eastbound at Route 315. About a five-minute backup is expected in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on fresh Atlantic salmon filet, just $6.99 a pound. Now through January 31st. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No filler guests. No intelligence. And most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, it's Friday. Hey, the show is brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Send in your Twitter tool of the weeks. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. So, championship games this weekend. Bengals at the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by a point and a half. Uh, I think the Bengals will blitz the hell out of Pat Mahomes. He will play. He'll play the entire game unless something happens. I do think he'll be limited. You have to be. You know, I oh, know that. Yeah. Who was it? Was Eric Bieniemy said this week? I want some of what he's having. You know, because he looks great out there, and it's like he has a high ankle sprain. You can only look so great week to week. We're we're less than one week away from him hurting this thing. There is no way that he's going to be a hundred percent ready to go. That doesn't mean that seventy percent Pat Mahomes can't beat you. He right. can. Yeah. But if I'm the Bengals, I know what I have to do. I am going to bring the house, and it's going to be on that offensive line to give Pat Mahomes enough time to get the ball down the field. If he can and they can, you're in trouble because oh, he's going to be sure. Yeah. But I don't have faith that he can do that enough during the game to win the game. That's just me. I'm going with the Bengals in this game. I think they'll continue to run the football. I, have, I never doubt Joe Burrow and what he can do on big stages. You can double coverage Jamar Chase all you want. There are too many other good receivers on this team, and Jamar will make a play. 
He yeah. will beat you anyway, even if you double him for the entire game. I have that amount of faith in that guy. Well, that is, to me, that's another huge key, right? That Jamar Chase is just that good paired with Joe Burrow, who's also that good. The two of them together, I think, are a sum total that is greater than even the parts, which are great. Like, they just have a better connection than most receiver wide, you know, quarterback receiver combos do in the league. And you're right. Jamar Chase finds those little places. He finds ways to make plays. He makes ridiculous catches. Yeah, both guys well worth the picks that they were uh, re- they were taken at. And I, I, I am with you. I feel like even if Pat Mahomes were 100%, I would still feel good about the Bengals winning this game. But I don't think he's going to be at 100%. Which the only, I guess the concern there, and again, I don't know why this would be a concern, but I will guess I'll throw it out there. The Bengals somehow think like, oh yeah, we own the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes is busted up, and somehow no, subconsciously they let off the gas no, a little they bit. May, but they may lose. You're go- this is a this is a spot for the Super Bowl. No, I can't imagine on. that would be a let off the gas they, moment. They there. may lose the game. It's not going to be because they let That's off what, the gas, right? I'm saying I don't. I guess the only intangible thing you could give here is the Chiefs saying, "Well, guess some people are thinking that." We're not going to be able to do it, huh? People keep doubting us. Well, even though they're the favorites right now on the sports books, they're they're I could see in the locker room right now them doing the George thing. Like everyone thought we were going to be five and seven, huh? It's like rewrite the history. These teams are talking. That's fine with me. You can talk all you want. You got to go out there and do it. Yeah. And and you can say, well, we've won the last three games in this matchup. You're still an underdog going on the road, playing in front of 80,000 crazy people. So yeah. you have to figure that out. You got to yeah. figure out how to stop Pat Mahomes. And you got to figure out how to score points, too. Because, you know, we saw them take it to the Bills last week. And that was just, they beat them up physically. Yes, they, they were more talented and they made offensive plays when they had to. But they beat the Bills because they whooped the Bills at the line of scrimmage, which I didn't think they could do. I didn't think they would. Do. Now, was that a one-week mistake? Or do you look at it again that it could happen this week? Because I'll, I'll give you a little note that we just got in the last hour or so. Uh, Alex Kappa is going to be out again. Jonah Williams is going to be out again. They've ruled him out. Yeah, they weren't practicing. So they weren't practicing. Seems like and that would be the case. Today they have ruled them out. There was some optimism earlier in the week that maybe something could happen, but that's not going to be the case. So you will be shorthanded, as expected, on that offensive line. Can you step up and do the same sort of job you did last week against two defenses that I think are actually quite similar? But we'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. That's a big. That's a big question mark. But I do think that this Bengals offense is certainly good enough to overcome that. They showed it last week. Did you see these quotes from Joe Burrow? It's a sentence. It's not really these quotes. He was asked about whether or not it's surreal that he's reached the AFC title game in both of his full NFL seasons, and he said, "Quote." I wouldn't say it's surreal. Winning is expected, which is extraordinarily confident. Eric Reeser, obviously Bishop and Friends, right here on The Fan, from 9 to noon, you should listen, if you're not already. He retweeted this and put a bunch of laughing emojis with it and said, things that Baker Mayfield, if he said them, would have gotten crucified for. And he's right. Baker would have gotten crucified for that. There's a reason for that. (laughs) Because one of these guys has delivered. And one of them talked about delivering, talked about how everyone doubted him. One of these guys actually got the goods. So, yes, that's what we do with confident guys when they're talented. We go, yeah, we should all be like that. When guys like Baker Mayfield or Johnny Manziel do it, we go, ah, eh, you're stupid. And and we're right, because they are. But Joe Burrow has that confidence that probably a lot of guys in the NFL who aren't as good as him also have. He's not afraid to share it. 
He did, he says it's not surreal that I'm here. I know I I'm I, I know, know I'm going to get the AFC title game. That's I what I want to do. I don't do. know why it's so difficult to understand that. You know, sometimes in the world of sports, we celebrate the process so much. So I can't afford to part with these draft picks. I can't, you know, we're, you're obsessed with what's going on at the lower levels. I hear that sometimes from some of the Blue Jacket apologists. Well, if you just knew what was going on at the ground level, you'd be very excited. Yeah, wait till these guys get here, that kind of stuff. But I, hear first of all, I've heard that for years and I know. a bunch of BS, but... Sometimes I forget, I think people forget how much results actually matter. Yeah. And Joe Burrow's had nothing but success. Now, hasn't reached the top of the mountain. If Joe Burrow were to retire 15 years from now and never reach the top of the mountain, you'd think that was a disappointment? I'm sure he would tell you that was a disappointment. But as we sit right now, yeah, winning's expected because you've been here two years in a row. Yeah, here's here's the weird pressure, I guess, that gets on the Bengals is... The reality, as much as, yes, Joe Burrow's great, Jamar Chase is great, his defense is really good, you've had a running game suddenly last week that was really nice, and at times this year you've had a really good running game. It's It's been fits it's, and it's starts. Hit, it's hit and miss. But yeah. it has been there. It's not just like it showed up last week out of nowhere. But make no mistake about it, if Joe Burrow is on the Russell Wilson-type deal, the Deshaun Watson-type deal that he will eventually command, then it's going to be a lot tougher to have the same Bengals team. Right? It's going to be tough to have better offensive line like they were able to go out and buy this year. It's going to be tough to have that defense all stay together the yeah, way why, they have. Why is this a, a talking point all of a sudden? Well, no. What I mean is that's the pressure if there's any beyond the norm, beyond what all these guys feel when it's like you're a game away from a Super Bowl, that pressure, they all, all these players feel it. It's that pressure of knowing we have to do, like, if I want to be a part of this, I got to get Joe Burrow to Super Bowl now because Joe Burrow's cheap. And this team's really good, and we got there last year and didn't get it done. There's a lot of guys on this team who might be priced out of the next Super Bowl run because Joe Burrow is still going to be there. They may not be. I'm saying that pressure may creep in a little bit too for them to realize we can't just assume I'm going to be here. I, I can't assume as a player I'm going to be here for the next 10 years, and we're just going to go to the Super right, Bowl that, that's five fine. different times. Maybe like, not, but he's not thinking about that. No, not Joe Burrow. I'm saying some of these other players may be thinking about well, the fact. Maybe. You know, like, we've got to do this. We've got to get there now. The window's here. We're in it. You don't know when you're going to get your next chance at this. You, you're lucky to be back in it. So I'm just saying maybe there's some of those things. But on paper, I just see the Bengals as the better team. I just It seems like that's been the conversation this week in circles where it's, oh, the Bengals are only in this position because everybody's cheap. It's like, okay, but they're in this position right now. Yeah. Now, if a couple years go by and Mike Brown doesn't pony up the cash and this team falls into a pit like they have been for a long time, the pit of abyss, then yeah, let's have that discussion. Let's have yeah. that discussion about how, oh, you overpaid on this guy, you didn't pay this guy, now we're screwed. You're here right now. You're here. That's all noise. The Buffalo Bills can act as chapped as they want. I never want to be so bad that we're in a position to draft Jamar Chase. Oh, because... Stephon Diggs isn't good enough for you? Right. You got Jesus Christ at quarterback, according to everybody. Josh Allen's the best. Right. Right? You've got the number one wide receiver, according to some, in the NFL. And all of a sudden, ah, we don't want to be bad enough. We have to have a guy like Jamar Chase on our team. You've got everything you need to win. And for some reason, you're focusing on the team that beat you. Yeah, I, know. I don't get that narrative. Well, last thing I'll say on all that, the idea of like, oh, they're only here because they're all cheap. 
uh, Chargers drafted quarterback that year, too, who everybody says is really good. Last I checked, Justin Herbert. Did they not? Jets, I want to say, have a pretty cheap quarterback right now. <laughs> they like The idea that the Bengals are the only team in the NFL that has a cheap quarterback and everybody else's costs so much, that's why they can't compete. There's lots of teams that have relatively cheap quarterbacks and either they're not any good or they're good and they still didn't get there. So yeah. what's your point? Joe Burrow and this team have gotten there. That's a testament to how good they are. Now go out and win the damn thing. I am going to guarantee victory for the Philadelphia Eagles. There's a reason why, and I'll share it with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find the east side of I-70 eastbound between Hamilton Road and 270. Traffic is beginning to slow. And some more backups on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on jumbo seedless grapes, just $1.99 a pound. Now for January 31st. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Off topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Hey, hey, happy Friday. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. T Bone's going to sell you something, and I'm going to play you something. Oh, during your commercial. No, well, turn okay. this music down. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I have something to play you. I'm going to tell you right now. Maybe you've been driving around in your car and you're like, this car is just not getting the job done. I've been hanging on to it for too long, but the dealerships don't have any stock, so what am I supposed to do? I can't trade it in. Well, good news! You can go to Valley Ford at Columbus. They have all kinds of new cars on the lot, new vehicles on the lot. I saw them. Ford F-150s, Broncos, they're there. And they'll give you top dollar for your trade. Go see my guys Derek or Jason over at Valley Ford of Columbus. The Check post. them out. Maybe you're saying to yourself, Common Man, I know you love Creed, but why are you playing this right now? I'll tell you why. The Philadelphia Eagles are getting ready for the NFC Championship game this weekend. How did they open up practice today? During the warm-up session? You know, they're playing music all the time. Yeah, right? they always get different songs going. You know what song they had going today? This one. This song. Higher by Creed. Any team that's ballsy enough to blare this. Their last practice of the week before they get ready for the big game. Mm. That's just, that's guaranteed. This is a team that's so confident in themselves. We'll do whatever the hell we want. Open it up to the media so they can hear us play this. Because we know that the 49ers are coming to town and they've got no shot. I could have done that a little better. I'm disappointed in myself. I know. It's all right. It's been a while since you've had to do that. I know. It's okay. Now, I have my doubts about this Eagles team. I actually... I don't believe in them. Why? Well... They're really good. I'm not saying that. I am saying I don't believe in Nick Sirianni. I don't think he's as good as advertised. I think he's had a, tr- a tremendous year. If he wins coach of the year, be fine by me. I think he's an overrated coach. I don't believe that this is real. 
that he's like the secret sauce. He's going up against a guy in Kyle Shanahan who I believe is the real deal and is the secret sauce, and they can have you or me play quarterback, and he will find a way to get a team to a Super Bowl because that's just what he does. No offense to Brock Purdy, though it sounded like I was. Let me tell you right now, Mm. the thing I saw, because you're all excited because you saw they're playing Creed at the practice. I saw Nick Sirianni had some quotes today where he's like, you know what? I just told those guys, walked in there, looked them right in the eye and said, hey, man, this weekend, just be you. Just be you. Where'd he get that from, Mike? Bet he probably heard it from someone named uh, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy's back with the Chiefs now. That's fine. That's their problem. That's He's not their secret sauce. We know that. Andy Reid's the only reason that team's good. It's not because of him. It's not Matt Nagy doing it, I tell you that. I'm just telling you. Well, Andy Reid's probably not the only reason okay. that team is good. Well, The good players that are on the field also... They all have good players. It's the championship no, round. Some, some have better players. Okay. Come on. I know that, but you know what I mean. Yes, there's... Pat Mahomes on one side, there's Joe Burrow on the other side. So you're picking the 49ers, is what you're saying to me. I'm saying I believe Kyle Shanahan is the much better coach. He's been in this spot more times. Could be. Doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? Oh, because of the Creed stuff, I forgot. Creed, they're going on the road. The fact that, you know, Brock Purdy is going to be the fifth rookie quarterback to ever start a championship game and the other four didn't do anything. Yeah, you know, I like Brock reasonable. Purdy. I think Brock Purdy is going to be a starter in this league. I don't know if he's ready for the Super Bowl now. That's fine. We can talk about how complete that team is. Christian McCaffrey can, you know, toss out the fact that his calf is fine, but clearly there's enough concern for them where they're limiting him this week. No, I know. Let me let me ask you this. Do you did you ever think at any point in his career that Jimmy Garoppolo was ready for the Super Bowl? Because he got there. I'm saying like the no, guy coaching I mean, that Niners team got Jimmy Garoppolo teams led teams to the Super Bowl and last year to the doorstep of the Super Bowl in this same type of game. So, I mean, I'm just pointing. I know what you're saying. You're right. Brock Purdy, as much as you like him, I have questions about whether or not he will be a long-term answer. But yes, this year he has played excellent in this role. I don't think it's all about Brock Purdy. I think it's about the guy calling the plays. That's true. It has to be a little bit about Brock Purdy. I know. I know. Yes, it does because they actually have to execute the plays. I know what you mean, but... That's fair. I what I think is these will both be excellent games. I don't think you or I either of us look at these games Which and go Which means two blowouts. Right. Two 100% terrible games. <laughs> I am expecting two close games. I picked the Bengals to win. I don't think they run away with it by any means. I think if they win it's going to be a close game. I'm picking the Eagles to beat the 49ers all kidding aside it has nothing to do with Creed. I like both of these teams. I think it'll be a close game. And I'll be disappointed if it's not. Yeah, I, think I don't have a be, dog in this fight. I think there'll be two close games as well. I do have the Niners beating the Eagles, but I have the Bengals winning their game. And yeah, I mean, they might cover the spread or cover the spread. They don't have to. They're the underdog. So if they win, they've covered. But I'm just saying, like, nice to have the extra one and a half points on Barstool Sportsbooks where I found that. But yeah, I, I think this should be a great weekend of football, which to your point means it will suck. The Jets have hired former Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett to be their offensive coordinator. He has the Green Bay ties. So now people are speculating, does this mean Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? Is that real? Didn't we just do this? Yes, we did. I'm but so exhausted now of doing Nathaniel this. Nathaniel Hackett is there, and they have the relationship. And okay. you know, Peter King said earlier this week that Woody Johnson would give up two first-round picks in a heartbeat if he can get Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. So we have to discuss it. Woody Johnson has great judgment. I, that's what I'd say. I'll look at this. Um, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, now... 
Full disclosure, me and Aaron Rodgers don't see the world the same way. But if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I look at Nathaniel Hackett's last time I saw him in any type of role where he was in charge of things. I know he's not going to be a head coach here, but anytime he was in charge of things, that would change my view of how excited I would be to work with him in the future. Now, maybe he doesn't care because he says, well, that team, though, there's wide receiver talent. There's a defense that I like. There's a lot of things to like there in New York. Maybe he wants to live in New York, though. Again, a guy who's out like, you know, smoking peyote and getting, you know, dreamcatcher tattoos doesn't strike me as like Mr. Downtown Manhattan. But my point is, sure, I could see Aaron Rodgers entertaining that quite a bit. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett isn't really a factor, though, for it. Maybe, in fact, he's a hindrance of anything. And he goes, well, still, I'll go there because of all the other talent. If I were looking at Nathaniel Hackett, I'd be concerned. Aaron Rodgers plays the disinterested guy very well, but the reality is he cares a lot. You know, he'll, he's got this aura about him where it's like, yeah, whatever, man, I just do what I do and they do what they do. The reality is he wants to stay in Green Bay. And I think the only way that he would not stay in Green Bay is if the Packers came to him and said, we don't want you. We don't want you. So what's your choice? Are you going to retire? Because if not, we'll move you. Right. And we'll try and accommodate you and get you in the best situation we possibly can. But we think it's Jordan Love's time. And we think we can still, you're good enough right now, we can get a couple first-round picks for your services. And if he truly wants to play, then that's what he's going to have to do. He's going to have to convince himself that, yep, the Jets, that is the right situation for me because the Packers no longer want him. I really do think he wants to go back to Green Bay. For all the bluster about it, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't like that. Well, how many times has he had chances to go where they were like, "Hey, you want us to draft a wide receiver?" You said, <laughs> "Screw you!" And they just did exactly. They drafted quarterback Th- this off season. He's coming off an MVP season, yes, right. And what happens? They let Devontae Adams walk out the door, right? Like things that you wouldn't think he would want to have happen, and they, it's almost like they've dared him multiple times to leave. Yes, but I, I'm with you. I think he would have left if he, he ever wanted. He has to. this aura about him. He wants you to know that he holds all the cards. But in reality, he desperately wants to stay with Green Bay. It's just, do they want him? If the answer is no, and he wants to continue playing, I think the Jets are a good scenario for him. Yeah, good call. But I, I just don't I just don't like Nathaniel Hackett as in charge of I'll anything t- right now. I'll tell you what's going to happen, though. If that happens, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, oh, yeah. Garrett Wilson's going to spend some money on champagne. <laughs> He's going out. Oh, yeah. Garrett Wilson is saying, "I may, I may end up having the greatest career, the greatest year. I just had a thousand, any second right, year he's, he's player say, ever. I just had a thousand yard season catching passes from Mike White uh-huh. and Zach Wilson. You're telling me Aaron Rodgers is coming? Yes. Yeah, man, that's that would be a big deal. I you like forgot I said, Joe Flacco too. I, yeah, that's right, Joe Flacco. How could we forget? Uh, Pat Mahomes says someone is giving him advice. I'll tell you who coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan." Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to watch out for. Delays expected on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan on some heavy backups and more snarls on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. Save now on appliances and more at the truckload event at Lowe's. Get an additional 10% off all in-store clearance appliances and take home what you buy the same day. Shop the truckload event today. Exclusions apply while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Valid 15 to 28. I'm with fan traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Check out the podcast. Do it. Or go to hell. Wherever you get your audio. Google, Spotify, Apple. We are there. Go to a little podcast section, search Common Man and T-Bone. We come right to your device free of charge every single day. Teddy always puts extras in there that you can only get on the podcast feed. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by our friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Uh, I have several commercials for Care Heating and Cooling inside the podcast. Mm. And uh, the Queen also has a commercial for Care Heating and Cooling. <laughs> so she's she's there. She's a big fan. Oh, that's, yeah, well, we knew that. We knew she was a big fan of the show. Didn't know she was a big fan of care, heating, and cooling, but that's great. Good yeah. for her. By I the think, way, I have, to, clar- ahead, I have to clarify something real quick. Because I said that Nick Sirianni said that he told his players to be you, and yeah. he did. But he also he also said, I want the fans to also take that message to be you. So I just want to remind all the Eagles fans, if you're thinking, should I drink my 17th Bartles and James that I've had in my basement since the 80s. You don't have to 80s. remind Eagle fans to get ready for this game, man. Well, no, but he said, I want you to be you. It's like, they're going to be them regardless of what the coach says. And I don't know that you want Eagles fans to just be you. I would say be better, but whatever. Eagles fans, be you is the message from your guy. So when you're in their own jail cell that they have at the bottom of the link, when you get drunk and puke all over somebody, remember... You're just doing what your coach said. Maybe that'll get you out of jail for free. Mm-hmm. Eagles jail. Not just any jail. It's Eagles jail. That I you mean, go in to. fairness, it's not just the Eagles fans that uh, have too much to drink and puke and piss on themselves. That's fair. We've seen that at Buckeye games. We've, we've, we've seen, seen it that at, We've seen it everywhere. Buckeye games with uh, hmm? maybe with, with, hmm? wives of the coaching staff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we've, we've seen it. <laughs> To be clear, not anyone currently coaching at the Ohio State University. No. To be clear. Past coaches No, only. Nina Day wasn't there. Piss, I just want to be pants. clear. We just want to be very clear who we're not talking about. I don't know who we are talking about. We are not talking about people who are currently there. Uh, Pat Mahomes revealed that he's been talking to Tom Brady this week, getting some advice from him. Mm. He says, I talked to Tom a little bit. I have a good relationship with him now, and he gives me a lot of advice. Why would you not want to learn from the GOAT? Anytime anybody like that wants to give me advice, I'll take it in. It's cool to see the guys you've watched growing up your whole life be able to talk to you. And it is cool. Oh, yeah. You know, from his standpoint, the fact that Tom Brady's generous with generous, generous. generous with his knowledge, that's yeah. good, too. It is nice. I would say, though, if I were Pat Mahomes, just to mend that, too, um, football advice, always welcome from Tom Brady. Marital advice? Eh, take a pass. Just say, hey, thanks, Tom. Go ahead and email me that. I'll, um, yeah, I'll read it. Yep. I wouldn't ask. Well, for maybe that. Tom can give a little bit of advice. Well, what would that advice be? Don't pursue a meaningless season Stop. while your smoking hot model wife Stop is going like, to restaurants could you with your hanger on brother who's, who's paying the ass. Well, that seems to be nipped in the bud, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That, have you noticed Jackson Mahomes yeah, is he's, like he gone. He's in the CIA or something. I don't know where that dude went. <laughs> Witness protection. <laughs> 
him and the guy who stole Hunter Biden's laptop are afraid to leave the house. That's where he is right now. Jeez. Right, I got something for you. Maybe you're saying to yourself, why do I need to know about Clemson basketball player Brevin Galloway? Oh, maybe you're saying to yourself, why do I need to know about this guy? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why you need to know. As soon as I pull up the sound of this guy, I, I just be prepared because you're about to well, go not, on. A, it's not you're about to go on a wild ride. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. But well, I think it's necessary. It's a it's a public service announcement. You want to make sure everyone has a good understanding of the situation so, you could be in when you go to a gym. He uh, he had to go to the hospital. Well, he'll tell you this. Is, he posted yeah. this himself on he's, Instagram. He's laying in a hospital bed with a with a gown on yeah. as he's posting this yeah, video. Here you go. So this morning I went to lift. I came back. I woke up from my nap. My balls and my nutsack were exploded. <laughs> now I go to the doctor. I have surgery three hours later. My balls are reduced to the normal size. I don't know what happened to my balls. I guess they were trying to be like basketballs. But we made it. Now I'm going to be spoiled for the next 48 hours. And I will be back in a uniform shortly. Go Tigers. I love Clemson. <laughs> so he went to lift. Oh. Took a nap. Woke up. Balls and nutsack exploded. His words. Not mine. I, I want to be clear we we don't have any firsthand knowledge of this but my understanding of that is that he means they swelled up gigantically well what could have caused the lifting of the weight when he said exploded at first i thought how would you not be aware of that when you like how would that be a surprise wouldn't you wouldn't that wake you up wouldn't the pain but he's saying they they became enlarged yes engorged sure they became very large what type of surgical procedure was done to relieve I mean, the pressure. Well, they'd have to... I assume there's some kind of fluid in there. Maybe, I don't know, blood or something. Who knows? I would assume but they'd have to... what caused it? The lifting? Well, I don't... I mean, again, not a doctor. But, like, when you get a, a hernia, say, from overexerting or something. Like, if you're... I, I'm, I don't know. Isn't that in that kind of area around your, like, abdomen? Yeah, but groin? the hernia is, uh, like, your intestine popping out. Well, I know that. It's not I'm your saying, balls exploding. No, I know. But I'm saying... You can lift something or exert yourself so hard that a part of your organs is like, excuse me, hello, like I got to get through and they bust through another part of your body. I'm just saying, I don't know what can go on down there, but clearly if that could happen, wouldn't you think something else like what he's talking about could happen? I just wonder what the procedure is to reduce everything. Really knows when to pull it up, when to jack it. What What is (laughs) that? Well, you'd have to, I mean, Mike. What happens when you have fluid on your knee? What do you have to do? You have to drain it out. You have to drain it out of the, the knee. This kid has a good, quick jack. You'd have to drain whatever became engorged. I guess his... What did you say became engorged? He, he said it. He said it. What did he say? It was his nutsack. So you'd have to and, drain... And testicles. You'd have, the medical term then would you be you'd have to drain his... Drain that. Okay. Drain... Drano, like just a little March Madness call right there. We need the Rafter to come in and do that. Ohio State has set a new revenue record. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Traffic is still slow in a couple places out there. You'll find the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still backed up. You'll also find some delays on the east side of I-70 eastbound between Hamilton Road and 270. This traffic report is sponsored by SRGExpress.com. Use the experts on hiring for accounting roles. Visit SRGExpress.com to connect with the accounting workforce pros. The specialized recruiting group takes an individual approach, placing people in contract and full-time roles. SRGExpress.com. Only at Array with fan traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Mike, we may have found out what happened to the Clemson player we told you about last segment who got injured while lifting weights. Brevin Galloway yeah. is his name. He said his uh, nuts and nutsack exploded. And when he says that, it obviously that's a very frightening image. And it's still frightening, but what he meant was it swelled, it swelled up to an enormous level. Yeah. So they became like, they were trying to become basketballs is how he phrased it. So uh, there is some info on this. The Mayo Clinic has a little answering, I guess, answers guide on what is testicular torsion. And there, this sounds like maybe what happened to him. Panama Ted found this, sent it to me. Testicular torsion occurs when a testicle rotates and cuts off blood flow in the scrotum. These balls are coming out fast tonight. You've got to squat and be ready. So that causes swelling and severe pain. It typically requires emergency surgery, which is what it appears he had. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. I don't know if he exposed... It doesn't sound like he exposed anything. He just had the surgery. I mean, but if they're that big, well, they had to be coming out of his shorts. Maybe. I don't know. The Mayo Clinic said it is not clear what can cause testicular torsion, but that it often happens after several hours of vigorous activity. Could use a little love right now. Mm-hmm. There they are working those balls. Or after a minor injury to the testicles while sleeping. So many of those balls pop out. I like how Flo from the bowling alley made an appearance in this one. They got their hands on a lot of balls. Uh, it said if apparent, it is said that most people that have this happen have an inherited trait that quote allows the testicle to rotate freely inside the scrotum. You're so, going to see Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, "Hey, I got him! No, I got him! I want that sack!" Balls out, still out. How he holds on to these balls, I have no idea. <laughs> there is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were switching our balls. I got a lot. I, no? I got I, a lot. I didn't realize. That's crazy. I just, I would feel bad if it was uh, my son. I don't have a son, but if I had, this happened to him. It's like, hey, what happened? What did they say? It's like, well, they said you gave me a gift when I was born. <laughs> and it's the fact that my balls can do something very few other people's balls can do, and it can lead to horrible pain like this. Thanks, mm-hmm. Dad. That's too bad. All right. Well, we wish him well. Yeah. I'm glad we have the medical of course situation all worked out. 
Was this, I got, can I ask this question? Yeah, yeah. Was this happening? I assume there were people in medieval times or who knows when. Not Absolutely. just the restaurant, the a, actual time. This isn't a modern thing. Brian, I'm saying like, we're lucky that we live in a time where it's like, oh yeah, that, that weird thing that happened to your balls? Yeah, we know how to fix that. I'm just saying for come all over these, here and we'll uh, fix it. You know, liver kings and gotta eat like a caveman. Eat the no, way our ancestors did. Back in did. the day, our yeah. ancestors, they were, they knew what they were doing, unlike today, with all the disgusting stuff we put in our bodies. Yeah, you know what? People also, also used to die of strep throat and stuff like this. Because it, he needed emergency surgery. What, for fun? No, because no, it was life-saving. It's because he was going to die. Right. I'm sure this used to happen. Oh, what happened to Fred? Oh, Fred's balls exploded yesterday. He's dead. <laughs> what? Well, what was he trying to do? Well, we were trying to move this giant rock right, that landed just, on our he house. He just went to sleep, and then he said his balls swelled up to the size of basketballs, even though they haven't been invented yet. I assume right. basketballs are pretty big. Right. And then he died. Yeah. Okay. I, I I wonder how many times, like things that we heard about or legends that were written about, somebody brought this to my attention and I think it's a very interesting observation. How long have we had eyeglasses in the world? A few hundred years? Max? I mean, I know that there was like a thing about Ben Franklin inventing bifocals. I don't remember if that's true or not, but the point is that was not like thousands of years ago. That was fairly recently a lot of our legends and lures in this world have been written by people who probably had bad eyesight. So if you're thinking about like pirates saying, oh, there's sea monsters out there. Yarg! Like maybe or maybe they couldn't see. Maybe it's two giant yeah. octopuses screwing each other. Well, who knows? Right. And they're like, it looks to me like a sea monster. Arg! You know, and she's just like, got way too much energy. Even blew the other dog. How many things like that have happened? Two dogs going at it. Yeah, I know. I don't see that. Well, you're blind, Phil. You can't <laughs> right. see. But if other people are like, well, he says he sees it. I don't see it, but he does. Maybe he's a mystic. Maybe he sees things we can't. And then it's like, no, he's actually got terrible eyesight. No one knows that because they don't know how eyes work. Blows my mind to think that that's what we've been living with. Who knows what's actually been going on? You know, the uh, my father-in-law is retired now, but he used to, you know, remove people's cataracts. Yes. That was his job. Ophthalmologist. He mm -hmm. would, uh, I don't know what the hell he did, but well, he, you, you, you get him out of cut, there. Cut the you eye cut him out. And the, the, there's give a it suction. A slit and he's like, ah, just thinking about it. How do you do this? I don't know how anybody does this. My father-in-law was one step away from being a serial killer. Okay. You have to be. Well, I know what you Now mean, it's the good step, but anybody who cuts someone open for a living... You're one, like, rogue uncle touching you away from being a serial killer when you were a kid. Well, to be fair, people who would be confident and arrogant enough to go on the radio station are, like, one degree away from people who would stand at the top of a big podium and be like, and that's why I actually ruled the world! And you're like, ah, maybe not you. You're just very arrogant and full of yourself. Like, fortunately, no one gave us that power, but yeah, if they had, who knows how it would have broken. The difference is, I've, I've talked to a lot of therapist and i take a lot of medication no, no, no. to try and not be <laughs> i know that, that and i'm person. saying probably lots of surgeons are also like hey i don't know why i like to cut people up but i do and they're like that's okay we can help you're you're the point being you didn't end up there we're glad but it's weird you cut people up and then it's like all right lunch then you go and <laughs> have something to eat anyway <laughs> so he used to do this with you know tools and modern science and mm -hmm. You know, after a appropriate recovery time, then people could just see. Yeah, it's right. a miracle. Little cataract took it out. Now you're fine. Mm -hmm. Back in ancient Egypt, they too had older people that developed cataracts. This is not a new development. 
Yeah. Right? So they said, we got to figure this out. You know, grandma can't see anymore. And grandma's 42 years old because that's how old grandmas were in ancient (laughs) Egypt in my mind. Sure. I don't know how old they were, but that sounds right. Why not? Who knows? Anyway, so they found these tools like in the tombs. They found these tools. It's like a straw. Yeah, with, like, a, with a needle on the end of it. Well, and the cataract doctor would, he would, he'd puncture oh, your eye. Oh. And then he would suck the cataract out. But obviously, there's margin for error, right? Because mm-hmm. you're sucking yeah. someone's oh. eyeball. Well, you're poking a needle into their eye. And uh, again, if you're not familiar with your historic timelines and modern medicine, they did not have antiseptic. They did not have any bacterial management. They did not know bacteria existed. They did not know that you could they'd have really numbing agents. I guess it'd be, I guess you could drink some very strong drink and maybe you wouldn't feel well, that, as much, but that's, that's about what it. it. Would be. I'm yeah. saying, but that's about it. They're still got to hold you down and shove a thing in your eye oh, and then suck God. it out. By the way, that go back to the good old days. Could you imagine you're in, you're in Egypt. You are maybe the leading like, like, now, the leading we have, eye sucker. We have the we have the leading eye surgeons. We have leading this, leading that. The number one sought after person. They you know very busy, very sought after. There had to be that guy in Egypt who would go home, see his family, and be like, "Well, how was your day, honey?" It's like oh, you would not believe the amount of eyes I had to suck today. Jeez, this was disgusting. I sucked forty seven eyes. I got them all cleaned out though. I'm the best. I'm the. They're gonna put my name on a Man, sign. I'm tired now. Hold, let me put on my dog head and go worship Ra. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing we don't have weird stuff like that going oh. on now, Bone. No, no kidding, right? Let me go put my lion head on my shoulder and go watch a fashion show. Nope, totally different. We're so much more advanced. Oh, my God. Did you see? Obviously, you did see it. I posted it the other day, this Paris fashion show. This is what people... Look, this was a... This was... Was this one of the Jenners? The, the, the it was one Kardashian? of the Kardashians, yeah. Which is, and yeah. she just was wearing a lion head. On her shoulder. On her shoulder. It was like well, her whole body. I mean, it her was whole like her body whole torso. was covered by a lion head. I was looking at other dresses today. It's like upside down dresses. Well, yeah. you can't see someone's face because the dress is <laughs> over their face. One of them looked like a like a you know little like when you'd go to a barber shop and at the end they'd like have a little hand broom. They'd knock off all the hair that they cut off of you off the little apron. That's what the dress looked like, only sideways. So it's just like a a broom out the side, and that was the dress. Also explain to me, I just, I don't know when this took a turn where a couple years ago, the trend with fashion models was, do you have like Michael Strahan's gap tooth problem? If you do, you're a model. All right. That was in having a, having a need of dental work, gap teeth. Okay. Like big chipmunk, chipmunk teeth with a gap that was in. Okay. That was a good look. Now, apparently the look is. Do you look like Zool from Ghostbusters? Because all these women look like they're they're heroin addicts and they're demons. <laughs> what you're saying is they're thin. No, that's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? They're thin, but they also have like, you know, David Bowie style haircuts and they're putting makeup on to look like they're currently on a heroin bender because they don't really look like this. They're making them look like this. You mean like they have eyeshadow on? I don't understand. Will you please? I know what Zool look at- looked like does the monster. Are we talking about that? Or are we talking about like the the human version of Zool? I know I gotta now I gotta find this thing. 
Hair. Now we're, I'm, I'm distracted. Let me do this Ohio State story. I mean, Zool was hot, like in Ghostbusters. Am I wrong? Like, were we not Zool supposed was to? Hot? We're not supposed to find her attractive. She's not supposed Zool? to look. The, the yeah. one who's like, are you a god? But the woman, the woman was that? Who was that? Who played her? Why who am I played her? Yeah, I don't know. Some person. Oh, what are you? You're annoying. You're very annoying. <laughs> they didn't make her look like the monster the whole time. She looked hot at first, right? No. No? You're thinking of Sigourney Weaver. Oh, that's not Zool? No! Oh, that's my problem. Okay. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I was thinking it was Sigourney Weaver's character. That's not Zool. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought that was Zool. Sigourney Weaver is possessed, then, and starts to bark like a dog. But so that's not what I- Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I'm so lost. Okay. We'll reconvene. I will go look this up. All right. We got to okay. take a break. That's fine. I am so confused. Our own resident Zool, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll bark like a dog and give you some, some traffic. And All then right. I promise, Ohio State has reported more revenue than ever. We'll discuss it and what that means coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. So flattering. You're going to find some stop-and-go delays on Riverside Drive westbound between Avery Milford Road and Post Road. Please be very careful over here. Plan about a 10 to 15-minute slowdown in that area and 670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has everything you need to get organized this year at Amazing Savings. Right now, get up to 50% off select boulders, file cabinets, file boxes, and storage bins. In-store only, offer ends on 128. Make this year your year with Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. All right, before we get to you selling us more things, okay, I have not forgotten. I want to apologize to you and all the listeners. Okay. Because our resident fact checker on this show, not Ted, he's useless. Okay. Joe Tardy. Yes. Sent me this message. Uh, I was confusing Zool with Gozer. Gozer. Dana Sigourney Weaver was Zool. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. The chick on the top of the building is Gozer. Okay. That's who I was thinking of. Because I want to be very clear. I apologize to you. Zool can possess my bones any day. I am aware of that. I'm just saying. She can bark like a dog. Sigourney Weaver in that movie is fantastic to me. Now, maybe not to anybody else, but to me, great. And I think the point was she was supposed to be fantastic to everyone, and she was. No, Sigourney Weaver's always had oh, a quality to me. Smoldering. That's what I would where say. Where I, I think that, well, I'm going to end it there. Because <laughs> what I'm about to say okay. is not something that your friends at Valley Ford would like me to say. Uh, you know what? I do have friends at Valley Ford. And if you've not been to Valley Ford, you should go check it out. Formerly Roush Ford, right over there, 70 and Hilliard Rome Road. Easy to get to. Big selection. You can see it right off the freeway where they are, and they have a ton of new cars on the lot, ton of new vehicles on the lot. Uh, Ford F-150s, Broncos, they're all there. The Valley difference. It means a better deal, better trade in value, and oh yeah, 
brand new vehicles on the lot right now. You can see them for yourself, valleyfordofcolumbus.com, or just stop by today. They're up until 8 p.m. So there you go, valleyfordofcolumbus.com. Uh, what's the big, uh, what's the biggest Ford that they have? I mean, there's probably like, with the Chevy, it's a Tahoe, but what's like the biggest? I mean, it's like a Ford F three fifty. There's then there's like beyond that. There's like commercial grade stuff, which uh, well, I mean, at yeah. the dealership, like there, a Ford F two fifty, Ford F two fifty, something like that. Yeah, you could put a little like air mattress in the back of that thing and Big invite one. Sigourney Weaver over. And I mean, I don't like think. A dog. I want to be clear. Sigourney Weaver would have nothing to do with me. Well, how do you know that? How do you know what her? Her type. Well, is. that's fine. I don't. I'm Maybe just... she likes type. Maybe she likes men that are a foot shorter than her. <laughs> Bald. Yeah. Did you ever, by the chance, see the uh, Galaxy Quest movie? Uh, is that with her and Tim Allen? That's her and Tim Allen. And I don't. I haven't seen it, but I'm aware played, of it. Who Who was in Harry Potter? Legendary actor. Oh. Lot, lots of people. No, the, the, he's also. Oh, Gosh, why am I blanking? Alan on? Rickman? Yeah, Alan Rickman. He's okay. in it. Dead. Yeah, I know. May he rest in peace. Tony Shalhoub, alive, also in it. Okay. Anyway, great cast. Very goofball, cheesy movie where a bunch of like like Star Trek type actors from a series that was called Galaxy Quest, they're at like a comic convention and they're all reuniting for a new, you know, yay, hey, we're back and we're going to do this thing. And then they end up in real space fighting real aliens. And it's quite funny because they're all actors. And they're not actually supposed to oh. be on the spaceship. But Sigourney Weaver. In that movie? And this is 1999. She is, you know, again, we're talking about Ghostbusters made in the 80s. This is almost year 2000. And she's great even then. Okay. She's fantastic. All right. I didn't know that you had a thing for Sigourney Weaver. I, I didn't either, really, until we started talking about her. And now I've realized how much I do. Uh, this is from 11 Warriors. For the first time ever, Ohio State Athletics generated more than $250 million in revenue in a single year. In its annual financial report to the NCAA, which the university released yesterday, Ohio State reported total operating revenues of $251 million and change for 2022, which ran from July 1st, 2021 to June 30th, 2022. 2022 fiscal year, if that doesn't make sense to you. Uh, that eclipses the previous school record of $233 million during the 2020 fiscal year. So, look, we don't talk about profits because they don't talk about profits because well, they're they not for they profit. They don't call them right, profits. Right, that's what I mean. They're not yes. for profit, but uh, all we have to judge is revenue. I understand that it also takes a lot of money to run an athletic department the size of Ohio State depending on which publication you read or when you read it, the biggest athletic department in the country. I understand that's not cheap, and you got to pay a lot of money to run that. But every time you think or you know, they, they give you the sob story about how you need to pony up your $5 or $10 so that you can keep your favorite starting quarterback, we can't plant natural grass because it's just, now. Oh, what are we going to do? The water table, it's not cost-effective. Everything is cost-effective. When you are bringing in $250 million of revenue in one calendar year. Well, of course. It's a question of how you're going to allocate those funds and how you're going to spend it. And I'm quite sure, too, I don't know this. I No inside info or anything like that. I just wonder how much of that money is able to be, and maybe the answer is none. Maybe you're not allowed to do this. I wonder how much of it is set aside for, like, well, we know we're going to need to upgrade this facility or that facility soon, and 
while we expect to have donor support for that, we want to make sure we've got the ability to have some other revenues ready to go to help with that. Or we're going to set it aside for like a general right, building fine, fund fine. or something. I'm my point being, even if they were to say, well, we don't have any money. We actually, this all comes in and all goes right back out. It's going out to build ridiculously cool things that are great for the students. Right. But I mean, the Cavelli center is a prime example. I like the Cavelli center. I've watched sporting events in there. It's a really nice place. You already have St. John arena and the shot where you could put a lot of these type of events in their issue was, well, sometimes we open up these giant buildings. It doesn't look great and it's not cost effective to open those up and then have, you know, a thousand or 1500 people in there. So they put some of those events in the Cavelli center and that's been a really nice idea. I'm just saying the idea that the Covelli Center had to happen only because they were just running out of places to put all these events. You know, it's also like a luxury that you can have that. And they had donations that help with that. That's why it's called the Covelli Center. I'm just saying there's a lot of things going on on this campus that are privileges. They're great things. But that's happening because of how much money they're bringing in. I think the breakdown is interesting. Uh, Ticket sales amounted for $59 million. Media rights, uh, forty nine million. Royalties, thirty million, and contributions was actually the highest number, mm. sixty three million dollars in contributions. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of people giving their mer- their money to make this happen. The Ohio State football program alone generated one hundred nine million dollars. The men's basketball program generated twenty three point six million dollars. The wrestling program was the only other individual sport to generate more than a million in $1.5 million. Uh, football and basketball, football and men's basketball were the only Ohio State sports to generate more revenue than their expenses during the 2022 fiscal year. Again, I know it's a lot of money to run this athletic department, and they're operating every other program that's not football or men's basketball at a loss. I get it. Yeah, I, I but I don't think that's a problem either. Some people bring that up and act like, oh, so no, everybody else, not a everybody else should be just grateful to that's be there. What and it's, it's designed like, to do. Yeah, I, like I'm saying, if you're a tennis prodigy, you get recruited to come play at Ohio State, and they're like, yeah, we want you to play here. You're really good. You're good enough to play college tennis. You have to be an excellent player to do that. And you go there, and then you find out, like, oh yeah, we don't have the money to pay for these facilities. How is that your fault? Like that, that enough people don't watch it on TV or whatever, right? Or that it, it doesn't generate the revenues that it should. I don't blame Ohio State for saying we get so much money from these other programs. We can give that around to other places and then make our facilities the best because Ohio State wants to be the best at all of these sports, not just right. at football, not just at basketball. They'd like to be good at everything. And if you haven't checked, I saw they posted a graphic earlier this week where I forget how many different programs going in the winter they had that were in the top 25, but it was like a dozen or more programs that are either in the top five or top 10 or top 25 at the very least. It's impressive, man. They're they're top-notch everywhere you go. So good for Ohio State on that. All right, we're talking about money here. How would you like to make $24 million from one evening of work? I'd that sound very, good to you? I, I, that would be the last evening I would ever work. Well, I'm just yes. saying. I do it. Somebody has done it, and I'll tell you who coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. Traffic is beginning to build on 670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Plan on some slowdowns in that area. US-33 westbound between 270 and... Route 161, traffic is still stop and go there as well. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. Jackson Hewitt gets you your biggest tax refund guaranteed, plus a chance to double your refund or win weekly prizes with their double your refund sweepstakes. File your taxes on the double. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return and score 223. Only NRA with fan traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Yeah. <clears throat> How about $24 million yeah. for one evening of work? It has happened for someone, and that someone is Beyonce. There is a new hotel opening up in Dubai called Atlantis the Royal. Uh, average rooms go for $1,000 a night. Average. Uh, that's, the, not the, that's not no, the, the presidential average. suite. That's the no, average. average. The, okay. the top-end suite costs $100,000 per night. Oh, God. And that's where Beyonce was staying Good for during her, her uh, little trip here. I'm guessing she wasn't paying for it. I'm guessing uh, no, that was she covered but you in know what? the cost of the performance. She could. Well, of course she, she could. wanted to. I'm just saying. Uh, this was her first live concert in more than four years. Maybe you're saying, what gets Beyonce out of bed? This was a uh, private affair. They paid her $24 million I cannot, for the concert. I cannot fathom. And of course, gave her the $100,000 room to stay in <laughs> while she was there. And I'm sure she didn't fly coach. Well, no. Like For those who are not aware of how concert bookings work... When you decide, especially if you're putting on a private event, but even if you're just like promoting a concert, that's a, you know, they're coming through the area and they want to, they want to play your venue or you think that your venue should have a show or whatever. Even if it's just a little local band, I mean, you got to be able to prove that you can provide them at least some reasonable accommodations, some food. Most bands are going to have a little requirement for if we show up to play in your city and you're the promoter. You need to provide us X number of hotel rooms and X number of, you know, meal vouchers or something that allows our crew to eat and everybody who comes with us to eat. Like, that's just a standard thing. So, yeah, that they should be paying for her to eat or to have this hotel room and all that stuff. And she's not it's not one room. It's probably dozens of rooms like this that they probably gave her. If you see a photo of this, I'm sure it's, you know, cherished in architecture circles. I think it's ugly as hell. Looks like a game of Jenga of the what? Of the room? No, the whole hotel. The structure. Oh, the hotel. What's it called? Th- think of, it's called uh, Atlantis the Royal. Okay. So just take a look at I'm it. It looks like a it game of Jenga. <laughs> if you can picture that in your head. Right. Uh, here's some stats on this. 43 stories. 795 rooms. It's, you know, there are bigger hotels than that. 17 restaurants and bars. It's a big hotel. Seems uh, like a reasonable bummer. 17 restaurants and bars. 17 seems restaurants like and... Well, yes, hold on. I'm going to give you something that sounds like a lot because it is. 92 swimming pools. <laughs> 92. Well, okay. Because I'm looking at this right here, and I don't know how... I don't know what size these rooms are, but like they're, they're like you said, it's Jenga stacks almost on top of each Am other. Am I lying? No, you're not. All right. Um, but like there are... 
these, I don't know how big these cubes are that are all stacked on top of each other, but let's say they each hold like 10 or 12 rooms a piece. Maybe, maybe they are one room. I don't know, but like, I'm trying to figure out where you would put 92 swimming pools unless they're all, I assume they're all outside. They couldn't be inside this thing. That's, that's a, that's a crazy looking hotel. Anyway, $24 million, one evening of work, let her live. Uh-huh. Indeed. Uh, speaking of money, you know, regional sports networks, I was going to say, you know, 10 years ago, well, like five years ago, we looked at these regional sports networks and all these teams, you know, the Cubs, the Yankees had yes, and the Yankees were sort of the originator with, with yes. But all these teams wanted to start their own regional sports networks because they thought it was a license to print money. Mm-hmm. The reality is they have failed. And Sinclair owns the Bally Sports regionals, including Bally Sports Ohio, Bally Sports Great Lakes. They have a subsidiary called Diamond Sports Group. Uh, that's going to file for bankruptcy. Diamond Sports Group technically owns all these RSNs, but they are a they're a company that Sinclair. Sinclair made to Sinclair created. So I understand it. They created this company to manage these RSNs and probably for some, there's probably some sheltering of something or other that helps with this. I don't know. Uh, the fees continue to go up for these sports. Cable TV subscribers have continued to go down. They said in September, we're going to launch a direct service. You don't have to have cable or satellite to get us. You have to pay us directly through an app and you can watch all the games. Well, after they've done that, they reported a 10% decline in subscribers for 2022. They hired an investment firm that handles bankruptcies. Yeah. Diamond is expected to skip $140 million in interest payments due mid-February, emerging from the restructuring process in which lenders, including Prudential, Fidelity, would reportedly become equity owners. Because breaking news, you can't pay your debts. Banks swoop in and say, we own your stuff now. Yeah, now we own it. Now They're high-class repo men. The difference is these are not like, okay, now we own your car, which still has some physical value to it. We own the rights to now figure out how to broadcast all this crap and spend all the money that we have to spend. I know there's still an audience clearly for it. I mean, we watch these games. We watch Cavs games, Jackets games, Reds games, Guardians games. These are all on... RSNs, a Bally Sports Sinclair owned RSN for what it's worth. So clearly the audience is going to be there. But my question is, I just wonder how many people will say if, if it becomes now we've got to charge you to watch these games and you've got to pay something because maybe, maybe these banks are like, we just can't afford to try to be on these cable systems and all that. I just wonder where this goes. Do the leagues buy these? out and say okay we'll we'll all split it up i can see some sort of partnership from major league baseball the nba the nhl where they form a separate company and they take all of this in-house and you know they involve the cable and satellite in a way where they don't have permanent channels like if you go to fox sports ohio it's on now oh yeah whatever the hell is on i have no idea that's the problem you mean valley's Bally Sports. B- Bally Sports, yeah, I'm sorry. Not yes. like Fox Sports like, is back from the grave right. or something. Ba- I know what you mean. No, Bally Sports, it's there. You can watch it right now, but the reality is, unless there's a game on, these channels have no value. And no, I they, can... they put stuff on that's not even... They're not producing programming for it. They're, they're renting programming or buying programming to throw on there. Well, right, and I can see them saying, all we're going to have is games. 
All right, if there's a game on, it will pop up your on your cable or satellite channel on a sub channel, and you can watch the game. Or they just do what Major League Soccer's done. Although I can't see, I don't know if that's going to work. I either. was going to say I can't see them taking that sort of an extreme step right away. I can see that maybe ten, twenty years down the road, where it's well, we're just going to sell all our stuff to Apple, and you can come here and watch our stuff, and that's it. Yeah, there's no place else to get it. The other thing I think is weird with with how regional sports networks have worked. And this is where I, I just struggle to see what the end game would be for these leagues. Other than, I mean, they want their, they want their teams on TV. They just need to figure out how to do it. But in the past, the RSN was formed, the regional sports network existed. And that regional sports network would say, hi, we want to air Cavs games and guards games. And you know, all these different games, jackets, reds, we will pay all this money to you to get these games on, or we will work together to get these games on and you share on the advertising side. They would work out deals to make this happen. But then the RSN could go to a cable company and say, Hey, how about you give us money now to put these on? And for years, that was the profit was the RSN. The, the sports teams made their money from the RSNs. The RSNs then made more money from the cable providers, the cable providers, they got more subscribers and everybody was happy. Now the subscribers are going down. Yeah. Cable companies don't have as much money to pay the RSNs. They go bankrupt. Now it's just the teams and the cable companies working this out. And I don't like at some point that middleman being in the middle I, to right. take the fall is now it's just these billionaire owners looking at a TV network saying, well, how much are you going to pay us? I'm for not this? smart enough to tell you what the answer is. No, that's what I mean. I don't know either. I, I don't know. But I will tell you that regional sports networks, that's not the answer. This no, is not one of these blips where it's like, oh, we'll be back. No, this this model is broken. It's not going to work. No, they everybody who works for those and does that, the, the, the whole thing makes continue going on. I just don't think it'll be called Bally Sports oh, or something Sports Ohio. It might be like all the sports all over the place network. Yeah. And then you can opt in to select packages on that network. By the way, there is some tremendous breaking news. I, I saw it. I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you. You want to take a break? I think we should take a break, come back, and tell the people about All some right, glorious some, Buckeye news. We got some good news. I like this Very news. good news. I got some good news. And a buddy of ours is coming back. I'm excited about it. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for right now. You'll find the west side of I-70 eastbound at 670. There's an accident in that area. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Fisher Road. Please be careful as cars continue to slow. About a 15-minute backup is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has a variety of warehouse positions and shifts available up to $19.25 per hour plus incentive bonus. Ace will provide excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. A very heartfelt congratulations to our old friend James Laurinaitis. Just this saw is, the press release coming down. What a great story. You know what? Not a Friday news dump in any way, shape, or form. This is this is good stuff to hear on a Friday. James Laurinaitis has been added to Ryan Day's staff. He will join as a grad assistant coach. He's going to work with the linebackers, naturally. He was on Notre Dame staff in the same role this past season. You know, I'm sure he wanted to get the hell out of South Bend, and now he's back home. So, uh, congratulations. Ryan, yes, congrats to James. We're excited to have him back. And he, he uh, Ryan Day, 
said the following quote, I am thrilled for our program and especially for our current and future Buckeyes will benefit so much from having James on staff. He's a terrific young man with wisdom as a Buckeye and experience as an eight-year NFL veteran. He's going to be a very important part of our program going forward. I like how that was like a hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Like, yes, hopefully soon. More more James at Ohio State. I like that, man. We've been saying, I mean, we, every Buckeye fan I think who knows of James Laurinaitis has been saying it makes too much sense to have this guy who clearly wants to be a coach not be a part of the coaching staff here at Ohio State. So he went off, got the year of experience on the resume, I guess, to say I've been a coach now, and now he's now he's able to come back here. So that's great. I'm sure, you know, obviously not all situations are the same. Not all skill sets are the same. But if you look at the path, you got a guy like, you know, James, had a very successful career in the league, right? Made some yeah. money. Yeah. Starting as a grad assistant here. Does that sound similar? Sound like the new offensive coordinator? Yeah. It does to me. Right? Got Brian Hartline, had a successful NFL career, made some money, started as a grad assistant, worked his way up to, you know, full-time member of the staff, one of the best recruiters in the country, and now he's offensive coordinator at his alma mater. Oh, man, I'm getting chill bumps just thinking about, like, not that I'm looking to have James just instantly no, come in and become I mean, defensive coordinator, but I'm saying, like... Nothing's going to be given to him. He's, no. he's got to earn it and prove that he's ready for something like that and worthy of something like that, but the pathway is there. No, I, I look at this as, for a, for a guy, again, there are so many people on this station who know him better than we do. Just, I mean, Bo worked with him for years, Bobby played with him or not played with him, but was around him for many years. The facility as they were, you know, kind of, you know, in, like he was ending his but career and James came were, in and all were that they, stuff. Were they neighbors with him like I was? You were neighbors no. with him. So you have a lot of references for like his dogs walking through your neighborhood, being able to see him with his giant dogs and all that. All I know is from the amount of times we got to see him and work with him for the years he was here, he was one of the most detailed people took the... Took this seriously. We said this when he left. When he went to go to Notre Dame, we wished him well. We had like a gushing show about him because... We did? I think we did. Oh, I, I remember. remember. I maybe, remember. I was, maybe I was sick that day. I was gushing quite a bit. All I'm saying is he's one of the guys who's come here as a former player who is here as early as anybody else's to do his show. He would be prepping. He would be ready, regimented, like... I just, I, I really respected that he wasn't, this wasn't his first thing that he ever did. This wasn't the main thing he ever did with his career, but he took it as seriously as I'm sure he took his NFL career. And so I would like to believe he's going to take being a grad assistant at Ohio State as serious as he's taken anything else he's done in his life. And that's a good thing for Buckeye fans. Yeah, last couple of years now, both of them left to, you know, go pursue coaching. But I, I've been here almost 20 years. I've worked with a lot of ex-jocks. And I've worked with a lot of ex-jocks that just thought of this as some sort of hobby. The two guys who impressed me with how they approached the the craft of broadcasting, because it is that, and understood that character development was part of this. It's not just about watching a game and coming on the radio and breaking it down. You can, but you won't draw people in every day. Right. You know, I was impressed with James and I was impressed with Schlegel. Oh, yeah. And how he approached being a broadcaster. Yeah, man, those guys, I mean, those guys definitely in working with Schlegel, too. I mean, there's just a level of intensity that, and I saw this, you saw it plenty more than I did 
interactions with Spielman. But it's, like, but it's not fake intensity. It's genuine no, intensity. No, I'm saying like you cannot replicate what those guys, when they turn the switch on. Now, guys like Spiels, his switch is kind of always on. <laughs> but like James, Schlegel, the switch is, is off. You can turn the switch off and they can be more like a normal human. But when that, that attention to detail or you tell them like this is important, you need to focus on it. I it it goes on like something I've never seen, and it's very impressive. Uh, Conor McGregor says uh, he almost died. He wants you to know. Oh boy, he's putting this on Instagram. He's taking videos. He was riding his bike, like bike, bike, not like a motorbike. No, a like a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, in Ireland where he lives, and a car hit him. Oh, came up from behind him and hit him. Apparently, there was a sunspot, and the driver couldn't see him. And, of course, he took video of this and put it on social media for everybody to see. There is a video where a breathless McGregor can be heard saying, I could have been dead there. The driver of the vehicle is apologizing. Oh, could you uh, imagine how much, I mean, the stains you'd have in your pants if you're like, who did, oh, no, I hit someone. That's I terrifying. Connor McGregor. <laughs> I hit a world-famous celebrity athlete. He's going who's to got kill all me. The money. Well, one, he could just beat my ass right now. Two, he's got all the, all the lawyers he needs to sue me into oblivion if he needs to. He said uh, he showed a tear in his pants but appeared to be unharmed otherwise. And then he posted, got a, got a bang of a car just now from behind. A sun trap. Driver couldn't see me. Full speed th- straight through me. Thank you, God. It wasn't my time. Thank you, wrestling and judo also. Having an awareness on the landing saved my life. Mm. I mean... Also, thank you that this was probably like a regular sized car and not like a, you know, truck or something, you know, yeah. like a, like a yeah. dump truck that again, I'm just saying like, thankfully it was enough that you could, you could be wrecked and not just be instantly dead. So yeah. So he had a little situation today and then failed and then uh, decided to share it with us. Let him live. But if you're right, if you were the driver of that car, oh, God. first of all, you just feel panic because you hit somebody. Yeah. Right. I, Couldn't see him. You hit somebody. Nightmare. If you're a normal person, you're scared out of your mind. You well, hope the you, person's okay. You feel okay. sick. You didn't. You hope you didn't hurt him. And then you get out anything. of the car and Conor McGregor is staring back at you. And swearing at you. I probably. mean, in this country, everybody probably knows who he is. But in Ireland? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, it's right. Here, you'd be terrified. There, it's like, I've just maimed a national hero. Great. This is this is fantastic news. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An area to avoid right now. Run, route 161 westbound between Iderman Road and Industrial Parkway. That is closed due to an accident. This will remain closed until further notice. Please avoid if possible. You'll also find a crash on the west side of I-70 eastbound at 670. Still working to get this one clear. It is blocking the right side. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real look. This week's save on jumbo seedless grapes, just $1.99 a pound now through January 31st. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Hey, Bone. Hey, man. Did you know that sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio? I did know did this. You know it? And do yeah. you know the best place to place a bet? Oh, I know it for sure. Barstool, Barstool Sportsbook. I was going to say, you beat oh, me to I beat, it. Sorry, man. Barstool Sportsbook is where we go. It's where I lose money. You sort of break even, and Teddy becomes like a billionaire. Right. 
Teddy's uh, yeah. Teddy's. It's called the uh, Panama Ted Hedge Fund right now. Is what he's got. Which which baseball team are you buying? Have you decided yet? Because you're just rolling in the dough now. I'm thinking about the A's. Good. Yeah, I'm going to move them to Columbus. <laughs> They'll love that. Don't They'll you want to take them. care of your team, the Reds? Who? <laughs> Get Phil wow. Castellini out of the show. Wow. I'm selling them down the river. Hey, Ted. Where are you going out? This Ted, is my town. Where are you going to go? Barstool Sportsbook's where I'm going to go, Ted. Me That's too. where I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, I won hey. 75 cents last night. Take that. <laughs> Did you really? Take that. <laughs> what, what was, what was the bet? No, I, I, won, I won some bets and I lost some bets and it oh, okay. ended up coming out me ahead of you know about 75 cents. I just, I've, I just felt like I was reading someone's biography from 100 years ago. It was like, yes, he went into a saloon, see, and he bet a nickel and won 75 cents. <laughs> now right. he can pay his whole mortgage for the entire slots. year. <laughs> right. Okay, well, good for you. Barstool Sportsbook, that's where we go. I, I am excited because we have now. This is my first time getting a bet championship weekend legally. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to do it legally at Barstool Sportsbook and the Hollywood Casino. When they open up their sportsbook, we're going to be out there doing all kinds of stuff. That's right. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GO-TO-HELL or 1-800-GAMBLER. There you go. I blame you for something. What do you blame I blame me you because you know what? You got me all excited. You said to me, you know what, common man? You got to start watching Ohio State women's basketball. You do. This is uh, that, that's fine. Noble thing to do. It's I'm not good. saying I'm giving up on them, but you know, you got everybody's juices flowing. They sh- they sold out the shot earlier in the week. Had a big game against Indiana last night. Another top ranked team. They lost on Monday. They lost last night. Back to back losses. First two losses of the season. I blame you. Yeah, it's, it's a, all it's your a, fault. It's a tough week. I know, like. So last week, I was talking with the voice of women's basketball, Matty Andrews. I was talking to him last week, and I'm like, man, this Monday game we got with Iowa, that's going to be fantastic. And then they go to Indiana, and he he was, he is, listen, he is a huge fan as much as he is his job to cover the team. He is a fan of this team. He is a believer in this team. But he's looking at me, and he goes, Bone, I got to tell you, this is going to be a, this is going to be a big week for them to figure out, you know, it would be 20 and 0 if they'd beat Iowa. This this undefeated streak looms over the team. How are they going to handle all this? But he had, he had said, you know, this is going to be a tough stretch here. They have a lot of very important games coming up. And he knew how critical it was. So, yeah, it's it's a tough stretch. You're dealing still with some injuries. But here's the good news. I As much as it's frustrating last night, Buckeyes were leading at halftime. And if you didn't watch the game, that's fine. I didn't hear it here on Fan HD 2. No, we had it on the FM last night. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was on the FM last night. The one on Sunday is on the HD two. Yeah, but Indiana went on like a seventeen nothing run to start the third quarter, and that's pretty much where the game got out of hand because Buckeyes were leading at halftime and then just had a bad stretch. So that happens. Indiana's a top five team; they're very good. Buckeyes are now third in the Big Ten after this loss. What a bunch of losers! Oh, is that what they say? Yeah, you lose two games out of twenty one. That's it, boy. I. <laughs> Like to see a lot of teams be losers like that, man. Anyway. Are we paying for bronze medals here? No. Oh, bronze medal? Are they giving those out? You said third. You said third in the Big no, Ten. No, I'm saying I, if there's a couple other local teams, I'd love to see you get a bronze oh, medal well. once in their damn career. I'm just saying. That's trash. Anyway. I got excited. I watched the last two games and then. Yeah. Uh, well, here, here, hold on. I got I'm going to good, the game on Sunday, though. Good. Because I was just going to tell you about some excellent news about what's happening what? at the game on Sunday. So it's 1 p.m. against Purdue. Per don't is what's happening on Sunday. But 1 p.m. at the shot, 1993, the only 
Final Four team in women's basketball history is being recognized on the floor during that game. Nice. So that means the legend, the Logan legend herself, Katie Smith, will be there. She was at the last game, too. They also talked about her there. But the point is, she'll be back. And I saw all of her teammates and coaches and everybody else in there. Katie Smith, the legend, the Hall of Famer. She's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. And Let her live. you know My what else gal. I know about Katie Smith? What's that? She's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I don't think she's, she's going to be one of the secret entrants. I don't think she's in the, Royal, be in the Rumble. Royal Rumble. I don't think she is. But she's she's gonna, been a tag team match. Shot. You know what her tag team partner is? Who's that? Native American Tatanka. Oh, that'd be that'd be great. What a nice what a nice I pairing that would be. I actually think he's a rapist. So maybe. maybe oh, not, not a good not a good pairing. No. Who's who's the well? Never mind. There's no point in going into is old there any, wrestling. Any wrestlers who aren't rapists? That's you know that's who I'm going to say not a thought. rapist. Rimmer's friend and friend of the program. Friend of the program, Brett the Hitman Hart. How is he a friend of our program? He's, he's never. He's, he's, he's a, a friend never, of mine. How's he a friend of yours? Well, when did this happen? I mean, he doesn't know me. But oh, that's we're friends. There it is. Okay, so he's not a friend of you. You, you just like him. That's yeah, what that I'm is. just saying. He's wait. You, you don't have friends that don't know you. No, I have lots. But, you know what? I'll tell you this. How as much as you like Bret Hart, I like Katie Smith. So I'm saying, there you go. Katie Smith, friend of the program. She's even she's your I've, friend. I've never met her, never talked to her. I've just watched from afar and been in awe of her career, all her success. Sunday at the shot, Ohio State, Purdue, Ohio State, take it to the bank, beating Purdue, oh, beating oh. Purdue. Okay, let's go. Okay, take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Rundown. Hit it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. What do I have? Uh, NFL stuff. Obviously, it's championship weekend. This is the last true weekend of football of the season. Super Bowl is not real football. It's a spectacle. Yes, it's important. But this is the last real weekend of football. You have the 49ers and Eagles. That's 3 o'clock. Eagles are three-point favorites. Bengals at the Chiefs. That is 6.30 on Sunday. Uh, Chiefs, it keeps going back and forth. Right now, they're a point and a half favorite. Bengals were two and a half. It was a pick at times this week. Breaking news. Betters don't know how this game is going to go. You know, just fans are concerned about how this game is going to go. On the surface, we should have two very close championship games. I picked the Bengals to win. I would blitz the hell out of Pat Mahomes, make him move around. If he happens to beat you down the field, so be it. That's how they're going to have to win that football game. I'm not going to let him get comfortable back there. I'm going to come at him with that high ankle sprain. I don't care what type of medicine he pumps into that thing. He's got to be limited in some way. That doesn't mean that 70% Pat Mahomes can't beat you. Of course he can. But I'm going at him. I'm going to make him work. I think the Bengals will be able to run the ball again. You know what I think about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. They will hook up in some capacity. I don't care if you double Jamar Chase all day. He will still find a way to beat you. Final score prediction for me. Bengals get it done 27-21. All right. I also have the Bengals winning. I'm going to say it's 24-17. Bengals win. But I do think... The key to the Bengals game, as much as you said, they do have to get pressure on Pat Mahomes. That would be true whether he's injured or not, but I want him to be thinking about all of it. I want him to keep having to pick himself off the ground. I hope, I don't know how cold it is in Kansas City this weekend, but I'm, I'm hoping it's cold enough that he's also not enjoying himself out there. I'm hoping that then also his ankle is ouchy. I'm hoping all of those things, as for the Bengals fans, it, that's the way I would approach that game. But also, they should not abandon what they've been doing offensively. Need to run the football. 
need to be able to take the crowd out of it. You need to have some good sustained drives. You need to make this thing a little bit itchy for that team because don't forget about Kansas City. They know that the Bengals have beat them three straight times. They are not forgetting that at all. They're motivated to try to end that streak. If I'm the Bengals, I want them to feel it second, third quarter where they go, it's the same damn thing happening all over again, isn't it? I want those. I want the Chiefs players to start thinking that again. Like, uh-oh, here we go. If we don't get something done on this drive, this is this is going to end badly again. I want that doubt to creep in if I'm a Bengals fan. So run the football too. Make sure you've got that. And then, yeah, let Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow cook. Uh, here is the weather. Excuse me, you don't know what the weather is going to be. I didn't be. know what it is. It's a night start. Yeah. You know, it'll be 5.30 Central Time, 6.30 here. The high temperature on Sunday in Kansas City... Supposed to be partly cloudy, so no precipitation. I don't know why I said it like that. Precipitation. Precipitation. High of 23. Oh, chilly. So you assume by the time the game kicks that sun's down, it's going to be even colder than that. Did you see if there's any wind factoring? Because if there's some wind, too, then it I think... It is saying uh, north at 13 miles an hour. All right, so that's that's just a blustery... Not, not that that be... can affect some things. Well, I mean... If you're, if you're sustained at 13, well, that means gusts are gust, going over yeah, 20, probably. Yeah, that's true. I'm just, yes. We need chill. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be the type of environment that certainly neither team's going to shy away from. The Chiefs are used to this. They play there, but the Bengals play in cold weather, too. They know it. So this should be a fun game. Chance of snow, 3%. Is there a chance <laughs> of snow? Okay, well, you know what that means, right? That means there will be snow. It will cover 3%. Of whatever county they're in. That's what the percentages mean. No. I just learned that this year. I don't think that's real. No, it is. Okay. That's that's what percent. When they say there's a 50% chance of rain, it means they know there's rain in your county. Just 50% of the places are going to get hit by it. I don't think that's real. It is. Uh, NFC Championship game. 49ers at the Eagles. The Eagles were warming up at practice today uh, with the tones of Creed. You know how I feel about Creed. They were blasting higher outside as they were stretching, getting ready for their final practice for the game. This, to me, guarantees victory for the Philadelphia Eagles. I like both these teams. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Brock Purdy is the fifth rookie quarterback ever to start in a conference championship game. The other four have lost. That doesn't mean he's bad or he'll have a bad game. I just I don't think he's ready for that environment. You can say that team is built up around him. He doesn't need to be great, but he needs to do something. On the road, he needs to do something. Can he make a couple throws that change the landscape of this football game? I don't think so, and so I'm taking the Eagles to win a close game. I will say uh, 24 to 20, final score. I am going the other way. I do think all things not being equal, right? I would say the Eagles have the advantage at quarterback. Jalen Hurts, obviously, over Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy has played very well this season, and his you know, limited starts. I don't know if he's the future there. I don't know if you just say, that's it. We're done. We don't even have to think about quarterback anymore. I don't know if that's it just yet. But what I do know is Kyle Shanahan has got this Niners team to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Damn near did it again last year. Brock Purdy again. Now this is, you had three quarterbacks, different quarterbacks playing at times this year. He's still got this team on the doorstep of a Super Bowl. He's a hell of a coach. Nick Sirianni, Seems to be a really good coach. Obviously, they both have really good rosters and talented coaches underneath them and all that other stuff. But I I look at Kyle Shanahan's ability to get to this big game consistently. I think that's going to factor in here because Sirianni is, you know, this is his first time being in this role. How does he handle that? He's never been through this. 
Kyle Shanahan's been thinking about it ever since they lost their game last year. I know what I would do different next time. I know how we're going to get back here. And he is. He's back again. So that, to me, is the advantage. I'm going with the Niners to win this game. I'll say it is more like a 28-20 to 20 type of game. I do think the Niners will kind of pull away late there. I gave you the weather for Kansas City. Very, very chilly. And I, I like weather stuff. I like adapting to weather. To me, that's fun. I'm not excited about this game in Philadelphia. Why is that? Mostly cloudy, 53. Oh, it's just an easy just, one. Just a, yeah, it's just, just a, a day. It's a, you know what? That's actually for a lot of players. They say like 50s is like the perfect level of chill. I, I don't want to see that. It's not too I hot, see not him too suffer. cold. <laughs> I see him shivering. I think you, again. Adapting to the cold. Hey, man, these guys do it to themselves. They go out and, you know, in that game in Philadelphia, a lot of the guys, no sleeves. Oh, you mean the game in Kansas City? Uh, you can't see. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, that's right. I'm just saying your desire to see people suffer. I think, again, you need to talk to a therapist about that because that's that's a that's a different thing than just watching football. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. It has not been a good 12 months for a college football coach. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of problems to watch out for. You'll find Route 161 westbound between Edderman Road and Industrial Parkway. That is still closed due to an accident. Please avoid the area if possible. This will remain closed until further notice. You'll also find crews on scene of the west side of I-70 eastbound at 670, an accident blocking the right side. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesson. New year, new projects. Tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms, the Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. On the NRA with fan traffic. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Mm. I'm tired of talking. You talk. All right. That's fine. Uh, Man and Bone are here, and I don't know. Um, No, we're going to talk about this instead. So, Josh Gaddis, remember how good he was? Michigan coordinator, he offense coordinator. He was the uh, assistant of the year, Art, wasn't he? Uh, I almost said the Art Bryles coach of the year. That's not right. It's the Broyles Award that they give away every year to the top assistant coach in the country. Uh, however, he then left Michigan to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. Help out with Mario Cristobal. Well, he thought he was. He thought that Harbaugh was leaving. Yeah. And it that's why like he, he was going to. Yeah, he said, I needed more stability. So he left Michigan, despite the success they had. Went to Miami, and under his tutelage, the offense got worse. Yeah, so not all his fault, probably. Um, they I did have, say it is. Okay. Well, I was just going to bring up the returning the returning quarterback there at Miami, Tyler Van Dyke, struggled in the new scheme before he missed three games with a shoulder injury. So maybe he would have found something later on in the scheme, but uh, did not quite do as well. He threw ten touchdowns last year, twenty twenty one. Same quarterback, different offensive coordinator. He threw 25 touchdowns, so clearly took a step back. Miami was ranked number 86 in the nation in total offense, down from a top 20 offense that averaged over 448 yards. They were averaging more like 360 yards per game. So, yeah, not good. Didn't work out well. All right, I'm bored with this. Okay, great. Let's do something else. Let's do something fun. It's Friday. Do what you do you want to well, do? I mean, Teddy, Teddy's been useless the entire show. Why don't you suggest something, Teddy? I'm just over here dancing. Yeah. Let's get after it. Why, why are you dancing? What do you mean you're <laughs> He's dancing? dancing at nothing, too. There's no music on. I'm entertaining. Dee, 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 dee. In your head, you're just dancing. That's okay. right. 
too hot. I thank you. That's on Tuesday. Well, I do have no, something. No, no, it's not. I do have something that's too hot. What is and it? we? I mean, it's not really fun. It's going to make blood shoot out of your eyes, but right. it needs to be brought up here. Our guy Joshua Perry, who you hear on the fan from time to time, and has done a good job over at Big Ten Network. He, someone tweeted this out. It was one of these things, you know, like what's your favorite this or what do you think about that or reveal your biggest secret. So this one was from Brooke Fletcher. She's she said. What's your biggest complaint with a fast food chain? And she said, I'll start. Chick-fil-A needs better coffee. Apparently she likes Chick-fil-A, does not like their coffee. Let her live. That's her opinion. All right. Joshua Perry. A lot of people responded to this with like, I don't like the fries at this place or I don't like whatever. Joshua Perry decides out of nowhere to just drop a bombshell on one of my favorite restaurants. What? He says, I don't have any beef. Just wanted to say I would rather eat dirt than eat Taco Bell. Joshua Perry is a very healthy individual. He's a former athlete. Uh, he clearly keeps himself in great shape. All those things. I'm going to tell you, Josh, as a as a fat man who's always been a fat person, they could tell me right now, there could be a news article, New York Times, it says, breaking everything on Taco Bell's menu, from the tortillas to the beef to the chicken to the cheese to the sauces. I, I got it. All of it is just reconstituted dirt. It never has been anything other than dirt. Who cares? And I would eat it more often. Like, I I don't care. I don't care what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't care. care that it's dirt. I don't, I don't care, care if what it's, it's made out of. ground up penises of every objectionable animal. I don't care if it's ground up human penises. I really don't. It's delicious. I guess I like human penises. That's fine. Joshua, I, I you're dead to me. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how you You're come back from that one. No, you can't. I would rather eat dirt than Taco Bell. No, I don't understand that. Stop it. Now, I do want to focus on something you just said, which is the objectionable animals' penises. You would still eat. <laughs> Are there animals that you find their penises to be completely unobjectionable? And if so, please detail <laughs> the ones that you find to be welcoming and inviting, as opposed to objectionable. <laughs> You know, I don't know, like a, like a show horse or something. You know? Objectionable. <laughs> I, object, I object, your honor. He's like, sorry, that's the sentence. What county is this? Maybe I didn't one, know that was legal here. Maybe one of the uh, Westminster County dog or dog show <laughs> dogs. Oh, like a little yapper dog. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Not nearly as objectionable. I agree with you on that. I'm sure fish have some kind of apparatus down there. I wouldn't object to, to like a aquarium sized fish. Now, get like a. A great white shark. I don't. I object to all of whatever he's got going on. No, thank you. I can't. Uh, I was just going to say. I was just going to say, and it's very stupid. Are we now rating animal dong? Is I that don't what we're know doing? if sharks have dongs, and that's the dumbest thing I ever thought. <laughs> well, I don't know what they have. I'm saying whatever they don't call it. it all right, I got not every animal has a what we refer to as a as a peepee shark. They have something. They have penis. a reproductive organ. Shark penis. It, I don't think that's what it's called. It is what it's called. It is what it's called. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, mm. What oh. is it called? What do we got? Male sharks, according to the internet, it must be true. Okay. Have two penises. Wow. Yeah. Not one. Two. What, what happens? Do they like fight it out for the chance to produce? I mean, I don't know what's going on there. Is there like a slap fight involved? When it's mating season, is that just what you hear? I mean, uh, Carlos Baerga action over there. Just 
uh, how do we put this? There's no way to put it. Okay, so I will maybe, just say that I have, I have seen some videos. <laughs> just leave. Okay, I got it. I, joke made. Checked off. Thank you. Ding. Ring the bell. We got it. He's down for the count. And the fight's over. Got it. Totally I did, understood. I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't either. Two, I didn't know. Two shark pieces. Is that just every shark ever or certain types of sharks? Or Here, I'm a, here's this big article about this. Oh, big article about dueling uh, cartilingus fishes. He <laughs> was my favorite Civil War uh, colonel, I believe. Cartagingus? What was his name? Cartilingus? Colonel Angus. Hmm? Uh, like sharks and rays are b- are blessed with something called claspers. <laughs> this, this is an article. That is not a friendly ghost, is what I'm going to go out Claspers, not caspers. Claspers... <laughs> Dual sperm-releasing tubes okay. jutting from their pelvic fins. Why two? Like one thanks, for each fin? Thanks to a recent study published in the journal uh, Nature Communications, we now know more about the sea creature's mysterious double dongs. Double dongs. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just laugh all over this studio. This is not good. Go ahead. Uh, you know, there's lots of technical I stuff I know, there's lots of technical. We already got into someone's balls swelling up to the size of coconuts earlier, so go right ahead, I guess. Uh, I don't know. This is too complicated. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, one, only one clasper is used while mating, so... Yeah, so like I said, one of them wins whatever little battle goes on in their own body. So me against me type of situation, I guess. Just good, you know, the battle within yourself. Yeah. To do better every day. Speaking of, uh, you know, we're out of time. I was going to play the balls guy again. But well, I had a little fish. Well, we're too, yeah. We're out of time. Remind me in the back page, I have a fish reproduction fact that I find fascinating that I will share. But we don't have time now. You okay. have to wait. All right. Okay. I've studied this. Tool of the week. Or, or <laughs> double tool. Double tool. If you have a clasper. Clasper of the week? Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. So educational. You'll find an accident on Route 161 westbound between Iderman Road and Industrial Parkway. This is still closed due to that accident. Please avoid the area if possible. This will remain closed until further notice. And still watching an accident on the west side of I-70, eastbound at 670. It's blocking the right side. Keep an eye out for the crews on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable state minimum coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Term supplies. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool this week, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, is now open at 71 West Rock Road in Westerville. Uh, Shay says, man is my tool for being mean to bone. I don't have a specific example. I just feel like it needs to be said once in a while. How am I mean to bone? I don't think you're that. I mean, other than the times where I tell you a story and you say I wasn't listening. That's not being mean. That's being honest. Both can be true. All right. I mean, you can be mean and honest. Nut guy butt says, my guys. Holy smokes. My tool of the week is the genius that decided to put uh, one the... 
no, prime put one of uh, put one of the premier children's oh. hospitals in the nation in the center of Satan's BH, aka the Downtown Freeway Exchange. To make the angels working there suffer through that snarled mess to get to work is cruel. Bullet train now. Look at you. You know what? I think you got a new job. All right. Go right ahead. Uh, Powley says, my guys. I love summertime. My tool of the week is the person who finally made this t- uh, the time this week. Ah, sit down. I just said it Clean once. Clean the poo-poo out of your mouth! My tool of the week is the person who finally made the time this week to sit down and watch my first and second OSU women's basketball games of the season. It was me. I'm the problem. It's me. I made them lose their first two games of the season. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Amanda. Yeah. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still sure going. You did your, your job. Uh, John says, my guys. I've got burgers. John. My tool of the week is my project manager who, after I told him about a co-worker who's been dropping the ball, added that co-worker to our chat so he could see all my messages trashing his performance oh, as of late. no. Oof. Oof. Uncomfortable. Uh, uh, what's have, na- I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm, I'm waiting done. on you. Sorry to burp. Cody says my guys. Not as easy as it sounds, isn't it? And going up for balls and exposing yourself. I just chugged a Coke Zero before we did this. My tool of the week goes to the lady who took off her uh, shoes in the break area during lunch. Nobody wants that while trying to eat and relax. Do people take their shoes off during... Ugh, that's that's not good. Zola the Polo says, my guys. So many of those balls pop out. My tool of the week is the people wasting taxpayer money to put floodlights on to play pickleball at 11.15 at night in 31 degree weather. Hashtag pickleball is a cult. I, uh, I wanted to correct. say this to you the other day. We were talking about how bad Louisville basketball is. They're yes. like 2-19, some ridiculous thing on the season. And I was reading an article from Louisville talking about the, the dorm that these guys live in. The luxury mm-hmm. dorm. Mm-hmm. That's not surprising. A lot of these programs have... Yes. Special athlete dorms. But one of the things they have at Louisville is a luxury, state-of-the-art pickleball court oh, okay. in the dorm. Well, I think we found the problem. That's a problem right there. Common Man's Purple Peeper says, my guys. Oh, my! My tool of the week is my wife. She took my lucky Bengals jersey and washed it for the first time. The Bengals haven't lost a game since I bought this jersey, and now if they lose, it's her fault. Hashtag GTH. Uh, Vinny Mustachio says, my guys. Well, I don't like Facebook. Tool of the week is the goose spigot at the FDA that decided hand cream needed an expiration date. No one's skin ever melted off from rubbing aged white cream on it. Last time I checked, this was still America. Go to hell, commie lotion bastards. I tweeted that this week. You know, my hands were dry. I went in the you know closet, got some hand cream. Look, and it's expired. Nice. How can hand cream expire? What could possibly happen to this thing where it will no longer moisturize my hands? So did you use it? Yes, I used it. Okay. It worked fine. It worked fine. There you I go. didn't throw it away. It's a scam is what I'm saying. Well, maybe it's just a... It's a scam! It may separate after that. I don't know. Separate? Uh, yeah, like What the, is it, salad dressing? No, I don't know. I don't know what they make it out of. Do you know what they make it out of? Cream! Thank you. Where do, where do they get said cream from? Barry Bonds' house. Wu-Tang? Is that where it was... Cash rules everything around me? No? All right. Mark says, my guys. A whale's vagina. My tool of the week is man for not making a cookbook or blog, Pizza Man. I tried. Or podcast, Human Man Food. I tried to do a cookbook, and then I realized as I'm doing the cookbook, I hate this. This is work. And the beauty part of cooking for me is that it's not work. 
It's enjoyable. I, I, have, I have very yeah. few things in my life. Don't make me hate cooking, too. All I have to say is, he's doing that cookbook. Zach says, my guys. Chubb! My tool of the week is whatever genius decided to lay out the 2371-270 area. So that would be Columbus? Yeah. Oh, you meet up on the north side. It is literally the worst on-ramps and off-ramps in America. I'm sorry, the rail system won't work if they can't even get that area right. I'd be offending the devil if I told them to go to hell. That is pretty bad up there. It's bad. I mean, it, it. I actually was trying to think, is he talking about up there where it is? I mean, that's rough. Or is he talking about on the south end where there's also a 2371 whole I assume cluster down there? I talking about north, but... I mean, well, north, I north's like fixed now. It's just maybe, yeah, either way. Busy and bad. Uh, let's see. Dr. Abby says, my tool of the week Too is... Too hot! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. My tool of the week is Subway. Did you know the Chicago locations have Jardinera? After a few shots of Malort, we go to Subway, or we got Subway, and we're blessed with Jardinera, only to realize that at some point we will return to our now subpar Columbus Subways, which are lacking it. But Abby, Jardinera is what did, makes it. When did Abby graduate from Common Man and T-Bone Medical School? I don't know. There's been a lot of medical terms thrown around today, so maybe today was her day where she just got her uh, Maybe her specialty doctorate. is the double dong right. of the shark. Well, she is the purveyor, uh, creator? I don't know. She's the one who brought us the term double dude poop luge many years ago. Is that ago. right? Yeah, that's I didn't Abby. Realize that Abby was, Abby. was the uh, doctor. I'm sorry, Dr. Abby. I would have bought that from a Mr. Scholes. Dr. Abby says double dude poop luge. Uh, Phil says, my guys. Hey, it's Chops. Yeah, now you can play it. My tool of the week is me, because last week I left off the My Guys intro in my first ever Twitter tool submission. Thanks for seeing past it and choosing my tool anyway. Hashtag me sucky. <laughs> I don't know why I love why he just says he sucks. Me sucky. Me sucky. Right, okay. Uh, not the official says my guys. Go to hell. My tool of the week is the person that stole my 2003 Dodge Dakota Christmas week too. It's 20 years old. Go get a newer vehicle. What do you want with this old thing? That sucks. Sorry to hear that. Double dude, sticky finger, something. It cut off. My, <laughs> whatever. My guys. My tool of the week is Panama Ted for no reason in particular, just because I do not think he's been nominated in a while. Actually, anyone who eats correct serving sizes has to be a tool. I agree. Although he did capitalize tool, so does he mean you are a progressive metal band with very interesting time signatures? I do not know. David says, my guys. I love it. My tool of the week is my boss and my co-worker yet again. My co-worker tried to call off uh, when I'm off, then doubled my work for Thursday. They were off Wednesday because of his laziness. My boss, because he allows this to continue and was told, quote, He's working on it. Sounds like some drama I'm glad I'm not a part of. BG says, my guys. Excuse me. I am my own tool of the week. Went to throw away my kid's dirty diaper. It slipped out of my hands and fell 10 feet down the air vent because I forgot to put the cover back on. After two days of trying to fish it out, I finally got it out using the shop vac. Mm. Felt like I was in the sandlot. Yeah, I bet. And I bet your whole family is probably thankful you got that out after the whole house now smells like poo. <laughs> How much time do we have? You want me to do another one? Go ahead. We got a minute. All right. Uh, Death says, my guys. She came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. Thanks for checking in, Death. My tool of the week is T-Bone for last week saying Brock Purdy can win you a Super Bowl but isn't, quote, the guy. 
This might be the dumbest take I've ever heard on this show. The whole point of any season in any sport is to win a championship. Bowls and Rodgers equal same amount of rings. Hashtag GTH. Yes, but one of them still getting job offers. So Nick Foles started games this, this year. Yeah. Or game. And everyone regretted that game. That's my point. Um, all right. Pick, all right. A, pick a winner. No, you pick a winner. I know I got a winner. Don't worry. I already got one. Okay. John. John. The guy who was uh, talking to his project manager, he was like, hey, how about I loop in the guy you were just ripping to shreds and let him see all your text messages? Not cool. John wins. Good job, John. John gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Yes. Yes. What do you think about that, Spiels? I don't love it. I do. What does Dr. Abby have to say about multiple peepees? Do we know? Does she have any medical opinion on that? Well, I, I mean, you think there's ever been a... No. There has to have been. Are you kidding? There's uh, been billions of people. B- billions. There's hundreds of billions of people that have existed. Well, in, but certainly not two that work. Well, Maybe how, one... What do we mean, work? Ex- I mean... All functions or necessary functions or look, I'm just saying if it didn't fall off after birth, then it works. It counts. Okay. So if you get a double, I don't, I don't think that's lucky. I don't think that's something you I want. Think it is. I think you should be able to get fast food wherever you want for free. Like you roll up to the window and say, take a look at this. Mm. And they say, all right, two dongs, free food. I took a look at Baines in the shower. He looks like all of Australia. (laughs) He is really put together. That's the title of my second album, Two Dongs, Free Food. I guess now we know how Shark got that nickname, huh? Is that what's going on? Oh. I mean, I didn't come up with his nickname. That's precedes this place here. Two peepee shark. He worked at one of those crazy active rock stations where they would just say anything on the radio. Not like here, where it's much more reserved. We have standards standards here. here. That's right. Yep. Uh, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Where the bar is on the floor. You'll find an accident has cleared from the west side of I-70 eastbound at 670. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual delays. And a disabled vehicle now blocking the left lane of the north side of I-71 southbound at 5th Avenue. Please be careful as cars begin to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's U.S. Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has the CDL truck driver for one of the best companies in Ohio. Ace Hardware also has excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. Happy Friday. Good to see you. Happy I, uh, Friday. I know T-Bone's going to tell us about cheese. I'm very excited to hear about I've this. Got, I've got two cheese stories well, coming up. Before you get to cheese. I also have uh, fish dong as well, but go ahead. Good. I hope it's double. I don't know. Uh, Timmy and I were playing ping pong out there this afternoon. And I am not exaggerating when I say, if the ping pong Olympic committee were here, they'd offer us a spot. Or at least... Come a tryout. To a, come to you, our tryout. They'd offer yeah. you a tryout. A tryout. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I got to tell you. We were making shots. I know they. I watch Olympic ping pong. I do too now. I watch YouTube. I'm, clips. I'm, I'm telling you, we could have given those guys a run for their money, especially if we were playing doubles. If it was you and me on one side against Forrest Gump and whoever the hell else is on the other side, 
we win. And we have a, we're lucky that that ping pong table is in a nice open space. So we at our get, best, you can get back a little were, bit and really rare on rare back and hit it hard. Yeah, there were a couple of returns where that both had. of us were. 12 plus feet off the table. Look, I was so good. It was nice. It could be the highlight of my whole life. <laughs> it's a sad no, thing you, to say. That's you, the highlight of my whole life. You walked in here after that and you said, honestly, if it had gone another couple minutes, I was just I, not, not going to come in. just not going to come no, back no, in. Your game, like, was, so the game was so good. You want to know something? I, I know you like the show and all that, but. You're disappointed I left. I don't know how you left in the middle of that. I did. We cut it off at like 16, yeah. 14. It, it was, was just it was the, epic. The, the 10 points that led up to the stoppage were just electrifying. It was like, and you just said, oh, I got to go back to the show I know. now. It was like, you'll never see it too. It was like what? Rocky and Apollo Creed in the basement. Right. You'll never see it. But it was the greatest thing ever. Were they in the, they were in a basement that yeah. wasn't just the boxing hall? I thought it was. They were someplace where like, no one else was, was. I thought it was a basement. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was a shutdown. Know, yeah, everything, yeah. nobody could see it. That's right, yeah. Well, I mean, we have ding, a world-class athlete in our facility right now, in Tyvis Powell. Mm-hmm. I'm confident in saying what you and I accomplished dwarfs all of his achievements. <laughs> I'm not. I would not be in comfortable athletics. saying that to anyone. We, we had only, only ourselves to rely on. Yeah. It was just me versus you. Yeah. Can he I had tell a you? whole team of Buckeyes around him it's when true. he won the defensive that, MVP. You really didn't even do anything, Tyvis. That's what I heard. Kind of, kind of useless on that defense. That's what I, mean, I heard. Well, what you did was very important, Tyvis. Sure, sure. I mean, what, yeah. what just happened out there mm-hmm. was a life-changing ping, moment. Ping pong. I will say this, though. In your guys' defense, I am just thrilled that you guys have not taken up the mantle of pickleball because it is a similar sport to ping pong. Because I'm glad you can appreciate, as players... Ping pong's much more fun. How ping pong is do so you, much better than pickleball. Do you remember how I cheered for the Royals... When the Mets made the World Series, I, yeah, and that was I do, a thing. I do, I do remember that. I will never play pickleball for you. Oh, Timmy. because of that. That's so nice of you. you that's don't have my. To do that's that. my life gift to you. I appreciate in that Thank for doing you. that. But when I, I didn't you, really need to. What about, I know you, what about the time you wore a Blackhawks jersey to a Blue Jackets event? What about that? What about that? I'm just saying. I still think about it. <laughs> Oh, he's looking, he's looking for you to do some life thing for him now is what because he's offended by that it, was, I guess. it wasn't a blue jackets event what was it i was it was just a it was an event it was an event with the blue jackets it was not an event with the blue jackets was it at the ice house <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Was> it, <laughs> at the blue jackets facility it was, it was an unsanctioned event oh, right. unsanctioned. i want to talk see. about this tell us okay, about cheese come on, come on all right Cheesy. Uh, all right well i got to do fish dong first there are fish I saw this. This is real. We were talking about how sharks apparently have two. They have a what they call a clasper, which is not a friendly ghost. It's mm-hmm. two of these together. Anyway, some fish can, like, there's usually in some smaller fish, they will have a school where there will be one male who gets all the other females pregnant mm-hmm. in the school. Sometimes that male gets eaten by another fish or just dies or whatever. Some species of fish... One of the females can just bloop, yeah, and become the male. Jurassic and, Park told me that, and Lee and just uh, life uh, finds life finds a way. Yep, yeah. So I didn't know that was a thing, but the fish got it figured out. Also, do you want cheese stuff? Well, I'll do back page. We'll do cheese stuff. All right, fine. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? James Laurinaitis is back at Ohio State yes. as a coach. He's got two penises, <laughs> double. Yeah, of course, double. Two threes. So maybe. 
We'll talk about that. When is Tyvis going to start coaching over there? We'll get into that. Mm. Buckeye basketball taking on Indiana tomorrow night. Buckeye basketball lost to Indiana last night. How does that happen? I don't know. How does that happen? No one gets it, but I get it. How does that happen? The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. How about that? Uh, So this article I found on Lifehacker, which is not always the greatest website, but... The article says the eight types of cheese you should have in your fridge at all times. And at first I was ready to just say, oh, this sounds like a snooty SOB. Eight types of cheese. Right, let's go. Come on. Who are you, Jeff Bezos? But I can name some of them. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not types. Hang on. These are the cheese needs that this guy says he has every all the time in his fridge. He always has a version of one of these cheeses. He has his snacking cheese, which are like the baby bells, the sticks, the pre-wrapped Tillamook snack portions. That's mm. the snacking cheese. Then there's a cooking cheese that would be like your Velveeta or your pre-shredded in a bag cheese that you just sprinkle into things to either melt on top or melt into a thing. For the tacos or whatever, yeah. Then there's what he calls his salad cheese. Those are, he says, his crumbles, which would be be like a feta or a crumbled blue cheese. And then there's something he says could overlap with the salad cheese. It is the finishing cheese. These would be the nicer cheeses like a Parmigiano Reggiano, a Pecorino Romano. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got sandwich cheese, sliced cheeses that go mm-hmm. on sandwiches. Clearly, that's different than all those we just what are mentioned. We at five now? I think I've got yep. all those. We're at five. Yeah, all those. He has a what he calls the hangry cheese, which is just cottage cheese because he can just scoop that in his mouth very quickly. I don't prefer cottage cheese, but I know if you do, probably a lot of people have a lot of you know cottage cheese. Cream cheese gets. I was going to say cream cheese. Better cream be cheese on this list. gets its own category. You got to have a cream cheese that's different, serves different purposes than all the other things we mentioned. And finally, the last one is what he calls the treat cheese. That would be your just you have it just to have a cheese like a Gouda. Yeah, like slice a, it, put on a crack or whatever. Yes, you want to yeah. have that just for special occasions. So, oh, you know what? That's I have that's six of those eight in my fridge right now. Yeah, me too. So, there you go. All right, Buckeye Show's next. Jack, it's time at 9.30 tonight. We'll see you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. I'd say that segment was kind of cheesy. You'll find an accident on the east outer belt of 270 northbound at Main Street. It is still blocking the left side. Please be careful in this area. And an earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from the north side of I-71 southbound at 5th Avenue. But traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Term supply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. It's a fan action update. We know the odds of the four teams left going for the Super Bowl now, but how were they back in August before the season started? Back on August 2nd, the week of the Hall of Fame preseason game, the Chiefs were tied for the NFL's third best odds at 10 to 1. The 49ers were ninth at 18 to 1, and tied for 10th best odds in the preseason were the Bengals and the Eagles at 20 to 1. For your action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. What are for the Lindsay Honda Studios? Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.